We've got some special guests coming on, uh, Jay and Sarah, who host the Final Alliance podcast, where they also recap challenge uh, weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, they've also interviewed uh, Olivia. Olivia as well. So make yeah. sure you guys go check that out. Yeah, we'll give good. we'll do a whole introduction for them. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited about tonight. Yeah, me too. I'm super stoked. I've actually been talking with Sarah like on and off on IG and stuff like that through the podcast pages. But yeah, this will be our first time actually like sitting down and recapping with them. I've listened to their podcast a few times. Um, I think they said they've listened to ours and stuff. So I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a really fun dynamic. They're they're really good. And I like a lot of their views. I also disagree with some of their views. So I think it's going to make it really interesting tonight. Yeah, that's kind of how I sit as well. Like I listened to their whole recap for like all of worlds oh yeah nice and yeah like agree with most disagree with some but that's how i feel about everybody on the podcast so yeah exactly (laughs) yeah exactly that's exactly right and yeah i think i've caught like like every like other one um i don't catch them every week but i did listen to their one from last week episode seven was episode seven yeah and you know what i appreciate it because jay caught exactly what we did which was bananas dressed like fucking patrick with the knee highs yeah (laughs) dude that i I, it is the banat man i don't know trademarked did uh did you make sure we're on 5g just i did look at you go yeah team on it oh last week i was saying uh there's a special if you mention uh the challenge fan of podcast when you go to olive garden oh my god and karina cut it off and just (laughs) went to the intro music and so if you go in there and you tell them hey the challenge fan of podcast on us you'll get nothing (laughs) so just like you thought there you go Glad you guys waited all week for that one. If You're you did, such a dork, I swear. <laughs> I know. I got to turn down this pink light behind us. It's horrible. It is really bad. <laughs> hey. Hey. How's it going? Hey, Jay. Jay how are you? There you go. Well. How are you? Am I fine this way or do I need to go that way or? No, it, it, whatever way is no, comfortable, we're not even going to use the video. It's all audio. Yeah. Oh, all right. Cool in the game. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, we haven't figured the video thing out so far. So we're like, eh, screw that part, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out this light behind us part, and that's not working either. It's terrible. It's yeah. horrid. Hi, guys. Hey, Sarah. How are you? I'm Howdy. good. How are you? All right. Good. I'm just going to do this. You're just going to unplug it? Yeah. Did, did Jay tell you what I did? Uh-uh. So <laughs> I, I know that Pacific time is two hours behind us. I know that. I've always known that. Yeah. But for some reason in my brain, I put you guys ahead. So I was like sitting here at like 4.30 your time. I'm like, ooh, just waiting for the link. And at like <laughs> 4.31 your time, I, I like Googled it. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm such an airhead. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I got like four hours to kill. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, I, was, I think I just got home from work at that point. You know, <laughs> laying on the floor playing Hot Wheels with the kid. Oh, yeah. Um, so sorry. Um, <clears throat> I know this is the first time we've actually really even got a chance to talk other yeah. than over social media. So uh, my name's Rick. This is my wife, Karina. We've got Tony. And then we already know Jay, Sarah, pretty easy to remember. We've caught you guys uh, watched a couple of your podcasts. I actually watched this last week. Uh, oh, yeah. Last recap week. that mm-hmm. you did. Yep. And uh, Jay, I really appreciate that you caught the bananas dressed up in the club. How did nobody yeah. else catch that? Like nobody else caught that. I was I so shocked. I was so and shocked. I'm usually all about clothes. 
<laughs> it was like I the first. Catch it was like the well, first thing that we noticed when he when it like showed the shot. We like looked at each other. We were like, "What are those? Like, what is he wearing right now?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, but in all fairness, Sarah's all about the clothes. I'm all about bananas, so I'm I'm it's checking true. them out. There you yeah, go. I, I can appreciate I protect it. him. If, if if anyone's gonna come strong at him, it's gonna be me, and then that I can protect him from there. I gotta dress there him down go. so I can pr- protect him. I like it. I like yeah. it. I like it. Well, since we're on the subject, I know you're a big bananas fan. Um, we like to kind of give the audience an opportunity to learn how you guys got into the challenge. Uh, Sarah, did you want to start off? Like, what started your journey into the fandom of the challenge, and how long you've been watching it? And favorite players? Uh, sure. So uh, I started watching Real World when I was a freshman in high school. That was Hawaii. Okay. It was like Tech Ruthie. You know, yeah. that was when I first started like being like, what is this MTV channel that my siblings watch, you know, (laughs) and uh, tech is from like half an hour from where I'm from. So that was like a really cool connection. And he had come to uh, like our rival high school to like drop off CDs and stuff at one point, too. So like everyone was like super hyped. That's awesome. Um, (laughs) And then uh, I watched Challenge 2000. That was the first one that I watched. And ever since then, I've been watching. That's awesome. Oh, wow. That's so a, a true OG fan as well. Yep. And then who are some of your favorite players? Uh, I mean, CT. I mean, I, I know that's like so basic, but like <laughs> CT, I mean, the character uh, growth that the man has had is just phenomenal. Yeah. And the fact that he can be in amazing shape and win and be in not great shape and win and <laughs> just everything <laughs> in between is like amazing. Yeah. Um. I I was trying to think of like my favorite female competitors today and it just kind of depends. Um, I like a lot of the like more like fun personalities, but I also like Rachel was one that I always looked mm. up to as a female athlete. Like I yeah. was just, I just loved her growing up, but I enjoy, I enjoy Ashley a lot. She just, I find her incredibly amusing and good. And I root for her. Yeah. She same. brings a lot to the table as far as entertainment value goes. Yeah. I'll give her that. Oh my sure. gosh. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I like Ashley. Jay, what about you? I go really, really far back. I do not know how Sarah found out about MTV her freshman year in high school, but um, <laughs> I, I, I'm much older than I think. I feel like I'm the oldest person here. I, I watched the very I think first you season. Are. Yeah, I watched the very first season of The Real World. I fell in love with that show in 1992, uh, and I've watched every season ever since. So then when it blossomed into uh road rules of course i watched that and then obviously i go into road rules real world challenge and so i just kept following it i can't tell you when i finally had enough of the real world but i know i fizzled out at some point mm. i think it probably had uh something to do with that i don't know way too many like just it was uh, there was just always like in a hot tub at some point at 3 30 yeah. in the morning i was like this is just the same thing over and over again <laughs> so but i just kept following the the challenge and it's one of the is the challenges it's it, it's listen Bananas has said it, but it's not him. It's Bill Simmons. And when Bill Simmons says it, and then the sporting news will write it down, it is exactly that. It is the fifth major sport. And it's an incredible thing that it gets everyone together. But the storyline also comes to it, too. And, you know, full disclosure, I grew up also watching professional wrestling. So it's fun to see how they use the storyline to kind of guide you into whatever angle they want it to be. Mm. So they, they, they use the challenge, they use the athleticism to it, but the social game is something that's really important to everything as far as this goes. So Sarah can tell you seasons. She can bring back this and that. I kind of let the seasons go. Not going to lie, there's been times in the past before Sarah was like, hey, let's do this, where I was like, I don't know, some of my favorite guys are out of it. I'm going to 
not going to be as follow it as, as closely as I, I would, but you know, Sarah and I, we share through conversation. We we've, we've known each other for years now. And it's just one of those things. It's like you find someone who likes a challenge. You just go off in the corner in like a tavern and just talk for like, yeah, we're talking. And they just, and so like her husband was just like, yeah, let her go. Well then quarantine, <laughs> hit, quarantine hit and then her husband starts watching it. And then they kind of have the idea. They're like, we should be doing something like this. And I was like, yeah, I'm in. So it, that's kind of how it all started. And um, like I said, I've been uh, a fan of the real world since it started. And it's just one of those things I've just kind of grown along with it. Oh, I, I love, love that. That's awesome. So obviously we know Bana- uh, Bananas is one of your favorite players. Uh, mm-hmm. What about on the women's side? Uh, you know, it's, it's always one of those things that I'm like, okay, I think I just, I like um, the fierceness that Laurel gives to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and she, the way she is. But there's also players that it's, it comes and goes. Like you'll find me at times being like, oh, I've had enough of Anissa. But then I respect her so much, her brain of how the game works that I think she would someday be a great producer for the show. Yeah. Ooh. And if you watch like um, last season, I probably came into it like, I'm okay with Tori. And then I was like, by the end of it, I'm like, I really respect the way she played this game. Yeah. This, yeah. this season's a little different. So that's why I feel like I get hot and cold on all that stuff. And then there's also people that you just love to hate. She may love Ashley. And I gave her credit last night about things. And I had before. I'm not the biggest fan. But is she entertaining? Absolutely. So I have to give her credit for what she's done. You know, so that's those are the type of people. I think it's more like a uh, one of those. Uh, if, if I have a banana as go back to my wrestling reference, and this will be the last one, I, I promise you. <laughs> bananas, if bananas is a if bananas is like the, the, the baby face. Then I'm yeah. going to root also for the heel, too. I, I, I need to have a bad guy in my storyline. So, right. I, I, I can totally see that analogy. Um, so. I look at it in a lot of ways in the same kind of aspect as far as sports go, almost like basketball. Like I don't have a favorite team, but I have certain players I like and I'll watch it because of that. I enjoy the the sport of it. Right. Yeah. But I do see the wrestling analogy with like the heel and like the the baby face. And I don't think they go as far as deciding the matches ahead of time, mm-hmm. but I can see the aspect of it. And that's my biggest argument against the fifth sport is I wish they would put up like timers during dailies, you know, just something for and us as like an audience. Set rules, you know what I mean? No yes. questions asked about it, you know, and I think it would le- legitimize it so much more. Less ambiguity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and to your point, that's a really good. I like I wish they could have just if you wanted to. It's not so much like, a you know, an ultra fan thing, but give me behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I yeah. want to see that stuff when they ask TJ a hundred different questions. Well, can I do this? And he's like, no. And they're like, well, can I, can I poke him in the eyes? And he's like, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't do that. But uh, can I, can I tell you hard in them? And they're like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. They they, they ask him a hundred questions. Yeah. Can I rip the mask off the helmet, put sand in his eyes? No. Okay. But I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like you said, a timer would be cool. And there's a lot of times we've, we've looked at things like, how did, how long did this take? And when yeah. did it start? And so you kind of breaking it down. So, yeah. Right, right. Tony, what was the one? Uh, was it uh, Australia, you said, that had the That's timers? UK. UK um, that had the UK timers at the, the end final. of every heat of the final gave you actual times of where everybody stood Love across the board, which was oh, fantastic. Yeah, like and they also, like, their first place finishers and their second place finishers were the people that they sent forward for World Championship. 
Right, right. Yeah. I do like that. Makes sense. Yeah. It just, it adds shocking that first and second should go. It adds that transparency (laughs) that I think is, is missing from that real claim to the fifth sport. Cause once you get that transparency, you know, there's rules behind it. I think it adds a different level. Yeah. Um, I, I would take a shot of bananas, but I'll take it easy on him tonight because I'm usually <laughs> the one holding the torch here because uh, Karina is an avid CT fan. Uh, Tony has his favorites, but I think they lean towards like Jay, Jordan, Devin, if I were going to give you a top three. Um, so I'll hold the torch for the banana man most nights, but, um, (laughs) I, 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 the way I look at it is like, I try to be as unbiased as possible. Like I really like Tori and we run like a fan group for on the side on, in Facebook, but I'm still watching the season. I'm like, oh, you're playing a shitty game this season. I hate to say it, but you really are. But I, I have to be unbiased about it. Otherwise, you know, what's the point of us doing this podcast? You you know what I mean? I'm Mm -hmm. just out here telling lies at that point. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we'll get into that okay yeah some, i'm sure i got some stuffs on my chest i gotta get off tonight about that well i mean but we'll get into it okay so everyone that we ever have on we, we always ask them <laughs> the same question i'm i have to ask you guys the same question your mount rushmore top four men top four women oh geez yeah i'm putting I you guys on the spot early <laughs> yeah um, he didn't tell you there'd be a changes. quiz it always changes <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think we've done this before too sarah um it is tough one. Gun to my head really fast as I can. I would say DT. I have to give it to bananas because, I mean, you can't debate the amount of wins. I'm not even going to listen to this. Blasphemy. Doral, even though as of late, we haven't been seeing, but Doral. And then Jordan. Yeah, that seems about right. All right. Who do you have for the women? This is a hard one. Yeah, the women is the Rachel. rough one. Okay. Okay, good. Cara. Nice. nice. Laurel. Yeah. Ashley. That was yeah. actually easy. I like okay. He said no. <laughs> I no, I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that. I, I probably would have been right up there oh, uh, with, nice. with, her, with her female. That's that's not a bad one at all. Not not at all. But you for, did forget about that. Uh, and this will happen. Um, no, she she just won uh, a couple all-stars. Oh, John, A. Huh? John A. John A. Yeah, yeah, and that Johnny. came out of nowhere. Yeah, she oh should God, be yeah. mentioned up there. Maybe over Rachel, maybe over Laurel, whatever. So I can't. I don't d- deny those at all. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm twisting my arm to say bananas like Sarah did, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's just getting under my skin lately. Oh my gosh! Yeah, CT's on there, of course. Uh, Jordan, I, I, I used to not like Jordan at all. Yeah, and now I just respect the hell out of him. Like, dude, well, you know what else I really respect the most out of him? He's not afraid to say when he's wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does something mm-hmm. wrong, but he's not afraid. He's like, yeah, I did this or whatever else. He, yeah, he can, but he'll be the first. He knows when he makes mistakes. So I think that as a person now, I'm starting to like him a lot more as a competitor. I've always been like, this guy's incredible. Yeah. And then the, the yeah, the final spot. I don't know, man. It, that's a tough one on the Mount Rushmore. I, I actually, and again, you don't against- forget Wes. Yes, I'm putting Wes on mine. And that's, I'm surprised you didn't put Wes oh on my mine. god! I was gonna put Wes. I'm surprised you didn't. Oh my god! Yeah. Wes is there. Wes over Durrell. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I so was actually kind of shocked. <laughs> so 
yeah, our list is relatively the same. I think I might replace Ashley Mitchell with Emily Schramm just because yeah. I feel like oh, yeah. even though she didn't have as long of a run. Or even Evelyn, you know. Evelyn, yeah, but I don't, I that's just so long ago. It, you can make the same argument mm-hmm. to Evelyn as you can make to Darrell, which is the last time they won, you know, it, it was a different was decade. one season right before Emily Schramm. Yeah, but <laughs> Emily Schramm came back for Champs for Stars, and, you know, we still see pictures of her. So... Okay, fair. Just putting that out there. You got a social media, so you get an extra point, Emily. <laughs> yeah, bingo. <laughs> Traveling the world, eating dandelions and whatnot. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's true. You her, watched her it. Her Instagram is wild, but I do love it. Now, we obviously have to bring up your guys' podcast, The Final Alliance Podcast. I listened to this last episode. I really enjoyed it. You guys have phenomenal video. Um, you guys have great yeah. discussions. Um, well, I think you guys you. play I was off like, each totally. other well. Yeah, we were like sitting there like after we put the kid to bed, just enthralled watching it. I was yeah. like, I was like, this is really beautiful. Like, it looks really good. Yeah, I was like, oh, I looked thank at Kareem, you. Looked at Karina. I was like, fuck, we got to step it up. We got to right. get some video going in this bitch. <laughs> right. But um, that's my husband that does that. He uh, he worked in radio for like 14 years. So oh, wow. he, you know, when they tra- transitioned to more of a media company, he kind of learned some of that stuff. So. Yeah, he, t- he spends a lot of time making it look really good. So I will absolutely pass that along to him. Yeah, it absolutely. looks phenomenal. And then, Thank I mean, you. of course, Jay, I love hearing you carry the torch for bananas. I feel like there's very <laughs> few of us out here that do that. Um, yeah. So what made you guys decide to do the podcast just out of quarantine? You guys had it in your head that you wanted to try to start something like this, and it kind of just one thing led to another? You want me to take this, Sarah? Yeah, go for it, Jay. Well, I've known her husband longer than I know Sarah. And then I got to know Sarah, her husband got me into radio and, and but I started my own podcast years ago, but then I got into radio a little bit, uh, ESPN radio. I've been out ever since, but, and, and then my podcast went to the wayside. And then Sarah was just like, like I kind of said, when out of quarantine, we, we were just kind of like, we, we have this discussion. We have this banter. We, you, you know, we go back and forth. It's not like, even if we have opinions that are, that we disagree on, it's always laughable. It's not like, oh, I can't believe you said that. And I don't want to talk about it <laughs> with you anymore. Yeah. So when they put it together and, and Claire, her husband was like, yeah, I'll produce it. I was like, this is a no brainer. And yeah, I mean, it went from the production, like you said, and again, hats off to Klinger to like just one time we were behind something to next thing you know, they're like, do not show up today with a green shirt. Cause we have a green screen. I'm like, Oh, okay. And by like our second episode, I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he does great teasers and everything else to get it in. And, and um, you know, so it, it, he does a good job. He, he finds the right moments that we share together on the show that he's like, this will be a good episode teaser. So, right. I, no, I, I love that. Yeah, I love that. And honestly, the green screen is like perfect too. like I, you can't even really tell. I, I know it's a green screen because I know that you guys didn't go buy a giant sign that says world championship on it, you know, but like <laughs> it doesn't it look like a green screen at all. It's really well done. So, no, that's awesome. Wow, thank you. I yeah. can't wait to tell him. <laughs> Make sure you're following the Final Alliance podcast. Um, we're going to have everything linked below on their Spotify, if you, where you can find them on Apple iTunes as well. Instagram, all that stuff. The whole media, nine. yeah. Also, real quick before we get into the intro, Sarah, I, I know from talking with you and kind of watching the videos that it looks like you're expecting soon. Is that a fair assessment? Yes, I've, uh, I got like three weeks left. Oh my gosh, so you're almost there. So I have to <laughs> yeah. ask, did you find out you were pregnant in the challenge? 
You're such a um, It was airy. It was airy. <laughs> it was airy. <laughs> when I found out. And that's fair. I just figured <laughs> it's one of those scenes you have to ask with how many times it's happened now on the challenge. Right. It's like, you know, I just wanted to make sure that we didn't miss you one season or it's a future season. You're giving us a spoiler or anything like that. It is. It's been like the last like maybe four seasons. Yeah. It's yeah. There's crazy. been a woman that's found out they were pregnant. Yeah, yeah, but it was like, at least we've physically seen pregnancy tests, so we know that they know they exist. True. Yeah, they're True. doing their part. MTV always furthering the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, thank you for uh, listening to the Challenge Fandom Podcast. We've got another episode of the Challenge Trash Talk Roundtable where we're going to be recapping episode 8 of the Challenge World Championship. What in the world? What in the world? What are they doing with these fucking what titles? What is this title though? Yeah, like it's the same intern that's putting the stats before the daily and the final that's coming up with the titles <laughs> of the episodes. It's just horrible. Those stats are so weird. Oh my god. So look, I just kind of want to break into it. What disease was floating around this house this first and how did it miss part troy? of it troy troy was right. in the middle bed, the middle bed tristan's on one side ben's on the other obviously troy can't get pregnant so he didn't catch anything <laughs> from Amber, but everybody around him yeah i mean wow right. yeah that's crazy so i didn't I, realize that but you're right yeah, yeah his really. bed is smack dab in the middle of both of them how did Ooh. he not yeah. get sick i have a completely scientifically unbacked theory on this <laughs> and that is he's actually from the southern hemisphere and they are in the southern hemisphere so maybe he's more adept to any type of bacterial viral no. strain <clears throat> i'm no. just throwing it out there i'm not a doctor i did i did sleep at a holiday Inn <laughs> last night though so oh my god <clears throat> i'm joking yeah, there's your favorite that doctor doesn't count yes. no no no, no. <laughs> i'm just making <laughs> conversation dr yeah. pepper i do like that theory I do. Th I, I, I might co-sign that theory. I like it. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> well, I guess allegedly, allegedly Banana says he came in sick with Spanish flu, right? And he had the scratchy voice in the beginning, first couple episodes. Yeah. And so he claimed on his podcast that he was like patient zero, right? Well, that was nice of him. The Spanish right, right. flu from like... <laughs> he, can, he even takes credit for this, right? You know? <laughs> the Spanish wow. flu but, from like 1919? Or like... <laughs> yeah, he time travels. He has it all. <laughs> That's where I got the boots. <laughs> That's right, he was a pirate and on his way back from those times when he was swashbuckling. He stopped and got the fast blue and brought it back. My wife actually thought that there was Justine's boots, and she was <laughs> she made me go back because she thought she couldn't figure out how Justine was sitting on the couch that her legs were going that way. And as soon as it got back to it again, she's like, "Holy shit, those are bananas boots." <laughs> yeah, yep, that they are. But Jay brought this up on their recap, which was they needed to do like an explanation about that. You can't just Something. give us this and not explain what's going on. I need to know. Uh, yeah. Like I said, at first, when I first saw it, I was like, I was like, wonder uh, maybe it, they had dressed up. Right. Because it's not out of the challenge. You know, the challengers minds to like dress up all weird and like party and go to the club. But he was the only one. And it wasn't just the boots. He had a cape on. He was wearing Loved a cape it. in the yep. club. What is he doing? Maybe they told him that they were dressing up and then nobody else did. 
Oh, oh no. Oh, that's messed up. He went at like, <gasps> like Count Chocula. That would be so messed up. No, I just started <laughs> calling him the Banat Man. I don't know. But yeah. that's messed up, Tony. Oh my God. <laughs> All like illegally blind. All I know is in my Amazon cart now is a cape and boots like that. So that's anytime I hit send now, by now it's coming. <laughs> Don't forget the spandex that he was wearing with it on those pants. Yes. <laughs> she paused on that. I was like, oh God. He's like, is he Stop. wearing leggings? I was like, yeah, I think so. The really tight ones. You know what? That's showbiz, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. Well, here's the thing. So last season, Jordan wore those really strange outfits in the eliminations. Yeah. You know, like he had like the um the like scarf around with the hat. And we all just kind of like went with it. We're like, I don't know, he's kind of strange. He's from Oklahoma. You know, like it wasn't like a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought he looked like Cam Newton, honestly. Like the same uh, yeah, outfits, Cam car, yeah. Newton. Yeah. We did make that reference, but I think it was I think it was because of the work that he did in Ukraine. What was that? What that was for? I feel I so then I felt bad for making fun of it because that's what they wear over there. And so I was like, is it really? Yeah, they wear babushka things. Yeah. And so wait, hold on a second. Didn't he like come straight from like Mexico? Like, didn't he maybe just went down? He's like, I don't have anything packed for this. And he went down to a village. Yeah, no, he. Well, he came. He so he came back from the um, from doing his charity work in Ukraine. And then he came back for Cam and Leroy's baby shower. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And then we talked to him like four days later is when we interviewed him, like a week later or something like that. No, it was after yeah. Zach and Jenna's wedding. It's something like that. Yeah. But yeah, remember. he went to Mexico for like a week and then he came back and then like flew out right away to the challenge right after that to the okay. all stars or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, Harry, getting back to this episode, it, it yeah. dives right into, you know, how sick everybody in the house is. We see Tristan, which we kind of heard about last week. Mm-hmm. And then we see Ben, Ben and Amber. Oh. Amber, we obviously kind of know what's going on. Ben sounded like, you know, he was getting stabbed in the middle of the night. Um, <clears throat> now- that, that scene with Sarah, though, was so yeah. sweet. Honestly, I really want to give pro- props to Sarah for that, because, like, I know that she takes a lot of shit, but that was that was it was one a human those, moment. Yeah, it was one of those moments that we talk about all the time, right? One of the moments that like it goes beyond the game, it goes beyond the challenge and the fact that she put everything aside, how much anger she has with him whatever to just sit down and make sure he was okay just human to human was amazing. And so I really <clears throat> want to give her props for that. And that the editors actually put it in that rather trip. than just continuing her villain edit. Yes, yeah. Right? Shouts to the editors for that for sure. Because I could see that 100% being something that we never see, despite the fact that it would have happened, just because of how she generally does get edited on the show. Right. So it was really nice to see that, especially where they've sort of had this weird, they're working together, they're not working together, they can't stand each other, they don't like each other's gameplay, but then at the end of the day, like, still whatever they had when they were on Survivor together is still sticking around. Right, Absolutely. right, yeah. Yeah. And I liked that they like showed her confessional about it as yeah. well. Yes. That was nice. Yeah, I agree. And then, you know, we get the. the mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Ahead. Like, it's very sweet that she did it. But to me, it's just like a very human thing to do. Like, I and nobody else in that fucking house did it. Well, she's also been trained to be a first responder, too. So and I think that goes plays a role into it. I don't I know. Mean, I think you're I think you're taking away credit. Oh, no, she his partner was standing in like the other, like the living area and just being like, yep, he's sick. Yeah. It really sucks. He'll be fine. 
and not to say that like other people probably didn't go in and be like are you you know you good bro but to have somebody who's actively playing against you in the game stop for the moment and just say hey i know we're not playing together i know you screwed me over or, or whatever i feel wronged by you you feel wronged by me whatever the situation is but i just want to make sure you're okay like that doesn't happen in the challenge house very often because that house and that situation is so stressful and so competitive that like you don't see things like that happen i i don't know i just i I thought it deserved a response yeah i thought it deserved you know um a mention a mention and some props especially because you know we've gone hard on sarah this season and i just felt like it was proper to give her shouts for what she did in that moment so can i ask a question then yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I, I always say pay attention to the storyline, what the producers are doing. They'll lead you to where everything's oh, absolutely. going. The foreshadowing. Yeah. Let's say they're doing a, a, a slow play to this. Is there anybody other female in the house that is probably like also in a negative light than Sarah that we, you can think of? Because I'm Tori. trying to, if they're easing into like maybe someone next episode does Sarah yeah, wrong. Tori. And they're, they're leading. Maybe it's Tori. That's the one I have. Or in my Emily. Brain. Or that, yeah. So they're kind of easing you into there's not as bad as we made you believe her to be, but we're not just going to turn overnight. And that's, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. That's the human thing to do. But I'm saying, what if we see this happening that they're, they're pushing in this direction? Well, and uh, you know what? I, I actually like that point, especially considering things that were said later, like in the nomination room and the way that that situation was handled. I think that. We're starting to see some growth from Sarah, and I don't know if it's actual growth from Sarah or if it's, like you said, the editor's kind of changing her storyline a little bit to give us a little bit wider, you know, of an arc of her character. Um, but either mm-hmm. way, I'm, I am enjoying it. I'm sorry, Tony, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no worries. Um, I feel that when we watched you, like the Challenge USA, yeah. I feel like we got the Tyson edit, right? And Tyson and Sarah yes. are at odds. They were at odds on season 40 of Survivor. That carried over. Same with Ben. So Tyson seemed to be like your anti-hero for the duration of Challenge USA, which meant that Sarah had to be the asshole. And it seemed to carry forward for part of like US of this, of like world champions. But I do agree, like it's slowly starting to shift. And I don't know if it's a matter of we gave you such like a stark contrast to how she's playing this game that we have to find a way to find a middle ground. And that's to go slowly from she's playing that like really brisk, like she's playing a bristly game for Mm -hmm. USA and for the start of world championship. And now they're starting to be able to show that other side. And don't get me wrong. Like I like Tyson, but he definitely can almost control the edit that we were seeing of Sarah as a result. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, to go to Jay's point earlier, it's it's a very much it's a wrestling thing. You you have to have a hero. You have to have a villain. You mm-hmm. have to have somebody playing the bad guy. And I think that's why Fessy has been recasted season after season on yeah. the flagship is because he plays sure. that villain role. Right. Like everybody loves it. to yeah. hate him. Yeah. And he accepts it. And that's kudos to him. I think they were trying to pin that on Sarah without knowing Sarah's real personality, because full disclosure, yeah. I've said some some brash things that I looked at through the edit and not through what the full picture was about mm-hmm. Sarah. And she reached out to us and let us know. And the conversation we had with her was very different than 
what you would what think you she would, would be what like. What you get on the television show. She's it's a very different person. So different. And I think they tried to almost like typecast her and they realized it wasn't the right typecast for what they're looking for. And you're right, Jay. It's a slow roll into changing her character. Yeah. Long, yeah. long answer. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like I had to paint a full picture like I'm fucking Bob Ross. But um, <laughs> so anyways, and one thing you were talking about is, is the producers tailor the edit to kind of direct you where you're going to go. And sometimes it's really obvious and we call them out on this. And I think this is one of those situations where mm-hmm. we had got every single one of the partners like, if my partner goes home, that means I go home too. And it's like after the <laughs> oh second one, I, I got it. You don't have to keep we get hammering it. <laughs> it home. It's always been that way. We got it. And okay. then we're seeing Ben get IVs and an ambulance show up and we're like, okay, that's a wrap. All of a sudden, Tony said it. Ben's turning into the new nom on, oh. you know, which I hate to see because I like Ben's game. I think he played a really yeah. interesting game so far this season. I already miss Ben. Dang it. I, I'm still annoyed that we didn't get to see Ben run the final on yeah. USA because he's well-rounded and versatile enough that like he could have done some damage. Yeah. And then him and Casey together are super well-rounded. Ooh. And then again, Ben's out. God, I was, yeah, I was dreading this. I had a feeling, especially last episode or what? Yeah, it was last episode, right? Where he was like talking about how something didn't feel right in his body. And I was just like, oh, dude, please like, don't, send Ben out of the game again. Don't let this man DQ from this game again. And here we are. Uh, Sucks. Well, I'm colorblind. And even I can tell that Tristan wasn't the right shade of Tristan. Oh my gosh. Right. That was scary. Yeah. His eyes. It was bad. I can see you. I can see you thinking over there, Jay. What do do you think about Ben? Uh, It's I I think I was thinking more going forward about the, the, the Ben, the Casey, the partner thing that you said about that. to me, and we talked a little bit about it, Sarah and I did, and I don't know, I'm still kind of lukewarm on Ben, lukewarm on anybody from USA. Uh, but so I, I, I think when we get more into the, if you want to get into it, the partner mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. It just kind of, I was like, listen, I like Casey. I also watch Big Brother. I'm a Big Brother fan. Mm-hmm. Same. But dude, they love Casey. They're never sending her home. Her brother gets COVID, mm. COVID of all things. And they're like, just wait it out. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And, and then this, Amber's like, hey, can, can I ask a question? And teacher's like, absolutely, you can. What is it? She's like, I don't feel good. And maybe they can be partners. And he's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll do it. And there's no way that TJ was just like, yeah, the producers, they have to get together and do whatever else. And they're like, yeah, Yo, they knew it was happening before that. Oh, yeah. yeah they yeah, 100% yeah. knew it was, it was scripted. And it's over the top. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it's when I'm, when I'm saying, when you say like, oh, you're thinking, to me, it's just the same thing we talked about last night where, uh, I, or the when Sarah and I talked about it, I was just like, no, I'm not anti Casey. I'm just like, you guys love her so much that she's just not going home. The only way she's going home is if she does something in a final, or someone gets hurt, or her partner gets hurt in the final. They can't even save her anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? She gets hurt. Yeah. Someone else. It's the only thing. Yeah. I so. I almost because I know who's on the alternate list on this. I would have almost hoped that if there would have been a two day span between Casey going home and Amber decided she had to go home mm-hmm. um, because Jenny West was sitting on the alternates at the hotel down there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I would have loved to see her come in, but it's a, it's a massive miss that she was on the alternate list to begin with. As per yeah, usual. Why would they do that? Yeah. yeah. Because she absolutely deserved to be on the show. She, well, she was an alternate on double agents too. 
Yeah, and Spies Lies, I'm pretty sure. No, not on Spies not Lies. Not Spies Lies. Oh, no. oh, Spies Lies was the one she said no because she went on on the, her trip or whatever. I think so, yeah. But I think, here's my thing with Casey. I think she just plays such a, it's the CT gameplay. Like, oh, I'm going to lay low. I'm not going to really do anything to like mm. shake it up. And yeah, that's great to try to make a final, but it is not great for television. No, like no. you just, and it doesn't, it doesn't always work when you're someone like Casey, like that works when you're CT and you have the reputation that CT has and people are afraid of you. Like they are of CT that doesn't work with someone like Casey who has played, you know, three seasons And yes, granted, she's a champ. She's been to every she, final, you know, she's a really great competitor. You know, and I don't want to take any of that away from her, but she doesn't have the resume. She doesn't have that fear factor to be able to just sit back and lay low. It's just it doesn't work the same for people like that. And I and I don't know where it came from. And I feel like I'm I'm almost leading like this thing of like crapping on her. And I, I'm not. But even when she has her, you know, her confessional or one on one or whatever you want to say, and she's talking about Ben being sick and she's like, and he's off in an ambulance and he's probably gone. And she just like looks off to the side and she's like, so sad. And I didn't feel like she was saying sad for my partner. I feel like yeah. she was just like, I have sad for me. I didn't. Yeah. It, that's the way it came off to me. I, it's, that, that's all. I did. Yeah. No, it's weird. Go ahead. I was just going to say real quick. I didn't like the cheesy, like balcony shots staring off into the distance. Like you're evaluating right. your whole fucking life. <laughs> it's a bit over the top. It's so yeah. corny. It's it's so weird with Casey, too, because when we talked to Devin, he said that she's like her social game is at a CT level. Yeah. As far as in the house and the connections and the way that she plays the game. And you saw like a brief moment of it in the very first episode when she's talking to Troy and then she's talking to Ben and she's having those interactions and she's animated. And then you go right back to the same edit that we got from every other time that she's been on the challenge. But now that she's partnered with Troy, it's like she feeds off Troy's energy and you only get a few confessionals and like a little bit towards the end, but you can see the personality picking up and they're starting to show it. Yeah. And I'm glad that they're finally showing Casey as, as I presume, presume that she is in the house based on like what Devin said, but we're finally getting to see it rather than just going off Devin's word that she has a good social game. Right. I liked what, what Darrell said, where he was like, happy motherfucking birthday, Casey. You just got upgraded. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> I was like, Dude. that was like the most honest fucking thing anyone said the whole episode. So I appreciate it, it that. It really was. <laughs> um, well, I was going to say, obviously the big news, I mean, it's not big news to us because we heard about it like three months ago or however long it was time flies Rider with the challenge reunion. yeah it was probably like it was like a month a month and a half ago it was about eight weeks ago yeah um, i was gonna say about right. yeah nine nine ten weeks ago <laughs> so that we found out she was pregnant so obviously we see it happen play out here and this is what i wanted to ask you do you think do you think it was the right move for bamber to say casey you can have my spot even though season after season you've called me untrustworthy You've gotten Gone me kicked out me. of alliances. Right. You've thrown me in. I mean, do you think it was the right move? Do you think it just shows the character and uh, Bamber, which was what we call her here? What's your guys' opinion? Oh on yeah, that? sorry about that. Oh yeah, I have been wanting to ask you why do you call her Bamber? I've been listening to you guys because and I'm in, like, why do we call her that? Yeah, in double That's agents. <laughs> yeah, in double agents, it was Amber B, and then the other right. Amber. I forget what Amber her name. Amber M. Amber M. So we just started calling her Bamber as a quick. 
Well, I, to... I said it really quick one day. I was just like talking, which I do a lot. I fuck up people's names because I just try to say them really fast. And I was trying to say Amber B and I just ended up saying Bamber. And <clears throat> then we just kind of like ran with it. And then like she ended up running the double agents final. And I was just like, you know what? This like suits her is she's just like a dainty yeah, little like deer just like bouncing around and stuff. I'm like, nah, she's Bamber now. Like. Yeah. She's just a dainty little Bambi deer. Yes. Just that's my little Bamber. So I like it. I like it. Yeah. But also, she's a badass. So you've got the Bam and Bamber. Yeah, right. exactly. But she, yeah, she and she knows we use it and uh, she supports it. So shout out to Bamber. <laughs> Love that. I think this obviously put her in like a beautiful light, like as just oh. being like a very kind person and, you know, looking out for her partner, all that Great. kind of stuff. Oh. I, I don't know that I would have done that. Yeah, I would have. Stay toxic because I wouldn't have done that shit. I would have been like, I'm gonna just shut the fuck up until this uh, daily's over, and then yeah, I don't know who it like, which podcast it was. It was either the official or it was Bananas podcast. But on one of them, because Bamber was on both, and on one of them, she said that at the start of the season, her and Casey kind of had a conversation, absolutely clean slate. We're going into this game fresh, so. That made a when that happened, Sarah, my wife is also Sarah. She was like, I don't understand why she just did that for Casey. And I was like, I don't actually know either. And then a couple days later, like, or I guess yesterday, I read somewhere that on one of those podcasts, she said that they did, com- they went in mm. completely clean slate. And if it wasn't for the fact that Ben left, that she would have just basically stuck it out as long as physically possible because she didn't want to leave Troy without a partner. So that was why she wanted to make, she took that opportunity scripted or not to kind of step up and say like, if Casey can be with Troy, then I will go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and and just to kind of clear up, I'm, I'm actually glad you brought this back up just to kind of clear up, at least for me personally, what I meant with like the scripted thing I don't necessarily think the situation was scripted. I think that Bamber went to production and said, hey, look, I'm not well. And obviously Ben's not well. Is there any way I can switch with Casey? And they talked about it. And then they said, yeah, but you got to go out there and do it on camera. Can you go say this on camera? Let's make a moment out of it. That's what I really think went down. Kind of like the Chauncey thing where he was telling us in his interview about the Heights thing up there with Anissa. He actually had to walk out on that beam two different times. Because he walked out there, got scared and went back out. And then they made him go back out there and deliver the lines that he wasn't going to complete the challenge just oh so that they God. could have just so they could have the shot and get this. The, <laughs> the one challenge where they had to hang and then like your partner had to run and like jump on you. Do yes. you remember that one? They yes. had they had to send him out there twice because they wanted to get a drone shot. So they sent him out there a second time just to get a drone shot of him and then brought him back down. It's like that poor guy. I feel so bad for him. At that point, just fucking do it, bro. Yeah, You've already right, been out right, there three right. times. You know? keep making me do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. You already so, got through half the course. Just so they, fucking- they do. They will do stuff like that. Like if somebody approaches production and says, like, I don't want to continue or like, I don't want to do the challenge or whatever. They'll be like, yeah, sure. But you have to say that on on camera right. or whatever which i get because then it's not like because they could have said oh hey amber told us that she wanted to switch with casey so we let her and then all the fans are gonna be like you guys are fucking liars you're just trying to save casey right. they want bamber to do it herself and and to i connect get that, the dots so. 
Yeah, exactly. So oh, I, I get it. I would have been leading that conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would have been like, oh, no, no, no. Production set for this sure. Up. Oh, yeah. yeah. They kicked Bamber out for Casey. No. <laughs> would have bought him hook, line, and sinker on right? that one. No, 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 no. Um, um, but the, the confessional with Troy, though, that was just. Killed me. Oh, he's a good I'm guy. I'm an emotional person. I cried. I cried too. Yeah, I, I cried. Did. It was so sweet. It was like a <laughs> fucking insurance commercial. I was just tears. It was so sweet. <laughs> well, also, like, I didn't think about it until after. Troy then had to go back in the house with everybody else and not tell anyone what happened. why Bamber left for the yeah. duration of his time there. Yeah. And a long time after that, because this was filmed a while ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it was, uh, I think it finished around like Thanksgiving time. Yeah, something like so. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, Crazy. The thing, that, the only thing that I took out of this that was a little bit different was, and, and Sarah and I talked about this. TJ is kind of a little bit different on this show. Yeah. yeah. The, oh yeah, the, totally. The, and I think on the MTV one, he they would he the production or himself would have said like, "No, you're out. You know, you have to leave. Ben, Ben's out. I mean." And then Amber, you went out, and then he'd go like, "It's my show, and I'm going to do this." And it would be like, "Thanks, TJ." Oh, yeah. but this one instead, because he doesn't really, he, you never hear him say to run my final, to, to be on my show, to do whatever else. Mm-hmm. And this one, he doesn't. Right. So that's why I, I, I kind of like, oh, when he's like, you know what? Yeah, you can do it. But I feel like on the flagship, he would have been like, nope. And they would have been like, he's like, it's my show and you guys are sticking around. That's a good point. Yeah, that's actually. a really good point. That was something that you had brought up on, on your podcast like that I was listening sure. to. Mm-hmm. And I, I made like a mental note to bring it up. I feel like the MTV flagship is like TJ's show, TJ's domain. Mm-hmm. And it's yes. almost like with world championships, he's kind of like, it's weird to say TJ's just visiting as the host since forever, but it's almost like TJ's just visiting and he's not cemented despite the fact that he's there because he's TJ. So I feel like he's still kind of asking permission in a lot of situations rather than just being like, I'm TJ. This is how I'm doing it. No, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I think a part of it is, is what we've talked about before that we believe that the show's going to eventually move to CBS yeah, or yeah. CBS Paramount only it just based I, on MTV's production. And I think that with CBS, they have a very different view on the way they treat the host. I mean, even though Julie Chen's been doing big brother for over 20 seasons, we know that she could be replaced at any point because it's fucking CBS. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And they don't care. Yeah. And, and that's and that's exactly kind of what I was just going to say is like, it's almost like for me, it's almost like like working at like a, a small, like local company. Right. And being like the top employee there. And then it gets bought out by this giant company. Like you're not in the same ranking that you used to be. And CBS is so much bigger than MTV. So there's a lot of more, there's a big old ladder, a lot bigger ladder than there used to be is kind of what. I feel personally attacked. (laughs) (laughs) Why? It's like, (laughs) it felt like you explained my last eight years of my career in two sentences. (laughs) (laughs) I worked for a small company. The company from California came in, bought them out. But your company wasn't a small (laughs) local company. You guys were like. I don't I don't want to say numbers and stuff, but you guys were not just a small local company. You guys were like the number one in town. This isn't Ricky's resume fandom podcast, so I let's know. keep a push. <laughs> You're the one that brought it up, okay? Just I just um, I, I felt offended. Just anyway, to say that. But I don't I don't want it to be like I really strongly hope that they don't fully go to CBS because I feel like the CBS version is 
I call it challenge light. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's more like, I don't know, PG. Yeah. You know I what agree. I mean? Like it's, I, I want, I want it to be messy. I want the drama. I want, I mean, realistically, I want what the show was seven, eight years ago, yeah. you know, but on CBS and be honest, Sarah, you want more teen mom commercials for the upcoming <laughs> one. That's what you want. <laughs> yes. A double shot a lot. <laughs> complete with seven episodes of ridiculousness yes oh jesus the (laughs) only reason i really think that they're going to do this is just because of how much how many people dropping cable on a daily rate like i think it's yeah i looked at the numbers it's like something like 25 percent every year are dropping cable year after year after year eventually nobody's going to have cable and so they're going to stream this so the most obvious is either free tv on cbs or paramount i think the flagship going paramount plus also, Survivor has been rumored to be moving to 90 minute episodes as well. So I wouldn't even be surprised if no, Survivor do starts talking about it. Yeah, they're talking about going to 90 minutes. Oh, I wish if they terrible. It, so if they go to 90 minutes and actually focus it on the cast, all for it. If they move it to 90 minutes just so they can jam more advantages in it, I want no part of it. I just I don't want hour and a half episodes of anything. Give no. me hour mm-hmm. episodes. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're I'm, like, I'm like, I haven't even watched it and I'm already fucking bored. Like, I don't yeah. don't do this yeah. to me. I hated when the challenge went to 90 minute episodes. Yeah, it's too much. Agreed. It's too much stuff. It's too much. I don't need all of this. Just <laughs> bring it back. No. in. Well, it's not. It'd be one thing if it was 90 minutes and it was like action packed. You got all the good stuff. Yeah, but it's not. They, they drag yeah. it out with like useless conversations of people eating breakfast i don't give a shit what people are talking about it's like this doesn't even mean anything yeah but they show you from four different angles yes exactly (laughs) drive me nuts i don't care you get to hear tj's voiceover about if you win this you get to go on the world championship (laughs) all fucking season never said it once never once said that to them (laughs) um So anyways, obviously Ben and Amber both get DQ'd. All of a sudden, Casey and Troy are now team representing Team Australia since we're just going to throw out extra teams. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but Kaz uh, talks Tristan into staying in the game instead yeah. of leaving. So shouts to Kaz for that because that was, that was cool. I was almost scared that we were going to watch Tristan and Kellyanne go out too after that mm. fucking badass move that Kellyanne made, pulled last week. I was like, are you serious? The whole team? Everybody's going out like they really are the misfits, right? Yeah, they really are. My my wife joked that this was going to be the finale episode because everybody was getting medically DQ'd and there'd just be one (laughs) team left. Yeah, I was like, damn, you guys. (laughs) So, I want to get your guys' opinion is Casey Troy a better team than Casey Ben? They're a different team, I think they're more well rounded. Yeah, I think so. I think they'll work a little bit better to get I don't know I don't it's hard to say because like we didn't see a whole lot of Troy even like like with Bamber and stuff like that there wasn't a lot you know and same with Casey and Ben so other than like the absolutely wild votes that they've been throwing around the house that have just been like bombs everywhere and I loved it because it was so entertaining to watch everybody freak out but Aside from that, like we didn't see a lot. So it's like you don't even really know how they're going to mesh together until they throw them up on that damn that damn building. I don't I don't think they're going to win any hall brawl. No, no. Yeah, they better not hope. They better hope that they don't get a hall brawl. Troy could could ninja like up and over. Yeah, it could happen. (laughs) That's true. I think what you were saying, like the edit and, and 
we t- you mentioned earlier about the uh, Devin saying what a great social game she has. Casey's never really had too much beef with people. She's always gotten along with anyone she's partnered with. The thing mm-hmm. about the Troy is, to your point, there was no edit. And now all yeah. of a sudden, he's got this, in a good way, heat. And then the producer's like, we better scramble. And they bring everything in. He's the best partner. I love him so much. And all of a sudden, now you have Casey just being like, oh, I love you, Troy. And everyone's like, Troy's great. Well, now they're speeding up because they're trying to catch up. Yeah. Before, they, they didn't really care for his edit. They were just like, eh, we'll see. If he, if he does anything, then we'll do something for him. But now they're like, oh, yeah, get all this other B-reel that we had from behind and make sure that it, it, we see, we've, everyone gets to know who Troy is all of a sudden. Yeah. It just clicked for me with what you I think that for world championships, they really relied on everybody watching the feeder shows. Because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Troy got a really good edit on Australia. And, like, Troy did his last elimination and got the tar kicked out of him and still won. And then they left that elimination they left the zone or whatever the hell it's called and started the final so he's still playing with like cuts and bruises and everything else starting his final after he had just done a full elimination against somebody twice his size and like it was like a hall brawl or sorry it was like a pole wrestle but it was with the ball with the handles on it oh yeah and the guy just like drug him around the ring and he just held on and tired the guy out Pulled a Derek Yeah, exactly. That was the like the best kind of comparison. But I I feel like they're really and the same with Tristan. They're really heavily relying on you watching Challenge Australia or Challenge UK Mm -hmm. to know who these people are because they're not giving it to you in the edit. Right. Well, it's just it's the challenge. They throw you know however many people in the house and they follow the the storyline. You know, it's yeah. It's like following a river. You don't follow the little offshoots. You follow the main river. Yeah. And if they're not part of that main story until last week, like Tristan and Kellyanne were, or until this week with Casey and Troy, you're just not going to get it, you know, unless that person goes out that week, like Mm -hmm. how they did Kenny. Like we didn't see anything all season. Then all of a sudden one episode, it's all Kenny. And you're like, okay, he's going home. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so uh, we oh, get sorry. into this uh, this daily, which is called Rip Cord Roulette. It's trivia. You get asked a question. Um, if you get it right, you can choose somebody else to pull a cord. If you get it wrong, you have to pull a cord. What they had like five cords. Was, there were, five. So yeah, twenty one stories high. Five rip cords. Four of them were dummies, and yeah. one of them one of them was the pull. So Did I do s- want to just give major shout outs to the like the producers and the designers and all of that. Thank you for putting them back up in the fucking air for trivia because this whole like being on a board, just spinning in a tiny, small, slow ass circle. That was horrid. Absolutely horrid. I wish they had just skipped trivia for 38 because it was so bad. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, I don't know. I kind of feel like these questions were like super easy, but I don't Mm. know if it's because I'm sitting on my couch like. How much more difficulty does it really add to be like up in the air answering these kind of questions? But like, what's the opposite of Southwest? Like, who the oh, right. fuck doesn't know that? <laughs> it was terrible. E equals MC what? what? Bananas. Who doesn't look. know? Who doesn't know E equals MC squared? No, banana. nobody in this world. Like everybody knows that. Okay? Bananas thought they spoke they spoke Dutch in Australia. Okay, well, you know what? Ben oh, Hawk. I wish Schnelly was there. <laughs> yeah. 
Ben Ha also thinks that they speak a different language in Australia. Okay, like those just, two are soul <laughs> connected souls. Like I love amongst ben ha the so multiverse. Much. I they also want so bad for them. Yeah. What was the wanted, one that was it? What was the one that they were like? Uh, what's an oxymoron? And they're like, uh, quick brown fox. Jumps yeah, over it, a was, it was it was a like slithering, and then they're like a slippery snake goes through the grass real fast, and they're like B, and he's like, you got correct. I was like, what just happened here? That. You you. Ah, so well, the first one was an example of alliteration. Yes, yeah. and then it was the definition of an oxymoron. The oxymoron. Something else. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I do want to give it out to Kiki though, because she did. She's smart. She fulfilled the stat line, which was 100 percent brain power this week. Nothing else needed. <laughs> um, which is, I don't know. Yeah, it's. Look, these stats are any, but I wouldn't have been able to answer what shuttlecock. I I would have blinked the right cock, there. Yeah. yeah. So she got kudos for that, that was, one. That okay. That one was a little little weird, but I'm interested to see if he would have accepted Birdie as well because Bingo. that was what I was Bingo. thinking. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say though, easy like softball questions, but the element of pulling the ripcord or giving the ripcord to somebody else yeah. kind of added to it. I I'm, guess, yeah, that's even true. though the questions were softball, um, which I guess we're known for anyway, but the <laughs> this format is my favorite trivia. Like as far as the I did like four this. duds, the one live, I liked that a lot more. I did like and I that. also like TJ saying go get them Darrell right before they started. So amazing. I loved that. You know what I realized? I need to start lifting more weights because Emily's shoulders. Hey, God hey, damn. Dang, before you move on to Emily's shoulders. I'm just saying. I, 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 have, I need to work on my butterfly or something. I don't know. Your butterfly? Yeah, the butterfly stroke. You don't know oh about that? God. There's You're also the breast stroke. Like, oh. yeah, yeah, see, thank you. Thank you. I can't do it, but I know I know what it looks I'm like. I'm just saying. With the chicken I, wing. Don't, I, don't, I know what it is. I was saying, like, your butterfly stroke, like, you have one, like, you do you don't know? regular hurt. You don't know? <laughs> You'd have to dust it off. It's this kind guy? of a moth at this point. Oh yeah, God. well, I'm a dad. That's how these things <laughs> okay. work, but. So, really quick. This whole thing, first of all, with Darrell and Kiki working with Emily and yes, is absolutely blowing my fucking mind. And I want to ask you guys something really quick. So Darrell says that, you know, they can't work with Casey and Troy because Casey's connected to USA through Tori. And how Mm -hmm. is Emily not connected to USA through Sarah? I don't understand that. That makes no sense at all, Darrell. None at and all. And she's None. gone after your partner throughout the entirety of this game and their game until Kiki took her out. Oh, I was so upset. I was like, are you serious, Darrell? What are you doing right now? This episode answered my question on why Bananas doesn't work with Darrell. Like, <laughs> right here. This, that, that whole situation. I was like, oh, okay. This makes more sense now. All right. Fair. But when he was in power, he put Casey into elimination. So at that point, he's like, yeah. I've already kind of, like, tarnished the waters. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I would have preferred even that explanation, but like them, him saying that it's because she's connected to Tori through or connected to USA through Tori. I was just sitting there and I'm like, but so is like both of these teams are connected. And Emily is more strongly connected because she has more people on USA working with her. Whereas Casey literally only has Tori. Like you really don't have much to worry about there. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. I think that Darrell, even though like he, we're not seeing in interviews, I think that he has some sort of an alliance up until this point with yes as well. Yeah. I, I think so around, too. They're kind of like, 
of this season, like more of the OGs, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like they ran out all stars one together, you know, and all of that. So like, I, I totally, I totally get that. And I know they're like friends and I'm sure they're, they're working together. It was just, for me, it was just such an odd, it was just an odd choice for them to, especially with Kiki and Emily's issues and then this right. on top of it. And then the fact that they just vote, they just voted for like Emily, like every, that whole USA side last week. And then to turn around and work with them, it was just so messy. And I was like, why would you not just continue to work with Troy? Like Casey right. literally was working with you last week and helped you guys turn this whole house around her and Ben were part of that. So like, obviously, like it just, it made no sense to me. And it just felt like an excuse for Darrell to try to, I don't know, like, I don't know if he was trying to like repair his relationship with, and maybe try to flip over to USA or what? I have no idea. Obviously that didn't work out in the end of the episode, but uh, it just, it felt so odd to me. I don't know. So something else that felt odd, Mm. the first heat is all the Australian teams. Yeah. Why? Why are all the Australians against each other? How, how do you expect them to stand a chance if you're still going con- like country strong? If you put their entire country in one heat when you could easily have done Australia, USA, UK, Australia, Argentina, USA, Australia, UK, you could very easily have switched that up. I think they were trying to ensure that the final round was in Australia, 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 or US, US, US. I mean, so if you put all the Australians together and you put all the USA players together, then there you go. Uh, Yeah, but that doesn't make sense though, because they still did Australia, Australia, Australia. Yeah, even even for the final, like either way to to avoid it, you still avoid it, you still did it. I mean, that's a really good point that you you put all in there. Well, that would be the thing, like, give us the behind the scenes. It's a random draw. We do it this way. Yeah, that's all you got to do. That clears up everything. That clears up everyone's speculation or whatever conspiracy and just go, oh, no, we drew it this way, you know, yeah. and, and show the draw. Exactly. Yeah. And I was literally going to say that this this moment right here is part of like my issue with like calling it the fifth sport. Right. Because there's these questions like this and little changes like this to the game would remove a lot of, you know, like we said, a lot of that ambiguity and clear up a lot of these questions. How do you set these matchups? What what is it? Is it a random draw? Do they pick their opponent? Like, how are we doing this? Just tell us. I don't care how you choose it, but tell me what's going on. So I don't. I know you're not just sitting there like picking and choosing so that you can make sure that somehow you know your favorite person makes it through or whatever. Especially when like this is something I've never been able to let go. But like two seasons ago. The official challenge podcast had on um, one of the producers and he was literally actively on there talking about how the producers make bets on these certain players on how far they're going to go or like whatever. And this is literally recorded and produced on the official challenge podcast. You can go listen to the episode. I will find it and link it down below. But he's talking about this and I'm thinking that's weird. And that's why you guys have to be crystal clear and so transparent with stuff like this, especially if you have producers making bets on players. Well, and the Preach. fact that I paused it, uh. spent 30 seconds and figured out how to do it so that you didn't have three Australian teams. And I'm sitting on my couch like, yeah, you get paid way more <laughs> than I do to figure out how to not have three teams from the same country in a row. Yeah. So there's here, I'll, I'll just put the counter argument out to this. And sure. I've heard a bunch of different players say this is 
part of what makes the challenge special is this ambiguity in the game and being able to adapt and take advantage of it. We've heard Devin talk about that. We've heard Banana say it on other podcasts. We've heard Jordan say it. So that's what makes someone great. And that's what they say CT does better than anyone is he's able to adapt to any situation they throw at him and why he's able to make it so far so often. Right. So, I mean, that's my main argument against it. And that's fair, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Really quick. Something else that I noticed in this trivia. How did I I can't even imagine how this happened. But yes, automatically lost all of his math cred and literally five fucking seconds. (laughs) What happened? What happened the last week? I'm so confused. Yes. What happened? (laughs) He goes 360. And I was immediately I I don't math. I don't math at all. And I knew that was wrong. I was like, like, no, you forgot a zero, man. Yeah, it wasn't his <laughs> turn to use the brain. <laughs> Jesus. I know last week, like his math, like I was like, I kind of got a little bit of a crush on him. I was like, yeah. oh, that's nice. And then it was like, and we're done here. And we're done. Yeah. <laughs> forgot no, to carry God. that zero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so pretty much the uh, the winner's round comes down to Tristan Kellyanne versus Darrell Kiki versus Jordan Kaz. And yeah, these these this winter round, it, it seemed like it went on for quite a bit, but we didn't get very much actual like footage of it. Is Tristan the most impressive trivia player of all time? How on the did challenge? he get that question, though? Because he was an ornitho- He is an ornithologist. Yeah, but how did he get that? Like, what are the because TJ asked it to him? I, yeah, it's just on cards. The chances yeah. are 100 percent, Karina, because it happened. <laughs> on a card and I'm it just, just went through a rotation saying, and like, it came up that's coincidence that how did zach get the fucking the sleeping beauty question of course he knows that that's just <laughs> random wildness it's, be, it's because all the australian teams were on the same heat so that allowed tristan to get that question in that order ah ah gotcha <laughs> it's chaos theory <laughs> um so e uh, equals mc squared but yeah, Tristan and Kellyanne end up pulling out the the winners round and uh, taking the win for this trivia daily, which I was not expecting. I honestly thought it was going to be Darrell and Kiki because it's just like the most Darrell thing to just stay up there and not have to fucking fall down when he's doing heights. And so when he won the first round, I was like, there you go, Darrell. And then, yeah, they came down and he had one cord left. And I was like, oh, can we talk about the excuse that Darrell made for choosing Casey and fucking Troy earlier in the match, though, in the first heat where he's like, I'm just trying to get down here as quick as possible. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? He's like, you guys only have two ropes left. I'm trying to get down as quick as possible. Yeah, but the other like team's still there. Right. <laughs> and they had two. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Like, what are you also, doing? Why is Tori mad at Kellyanne for working with people that want to work with her? It's because why it is she mad at Kellyanne way. for playing the game? Yeah, because it yeah. didn't go her way. That was my question. Sorry, I phrased it weird. I hate to say that. I hate to say that about my my dear Tori, but it's because it didn't go her way. <laughs> I, like, I have never written so many of my notes in all caps uh, before this episode. <laughs> Look, I only have one thing in all caps. And it's what I said earlier. Emily's fucking shoulders, like in all caps. Like I was just so impressed by this. He, I was like, he, he was like, he, he said it multiple times. And then we rewatched it again tonight. And he said it again. I was like, yes, she's got massive shoulders and they are intimidating. She looks like she does like, 
265 on the incline no doubt easy (laughs) no doubt like we need to get our kids into swimming we do i'm just putting that out there it's too late for me swim meets are so long don't do it oh they're terrible so early in the morning yeah that's true that is really yeah yeah, anyway yeah Um, so so yeah i don't know well, the losers round was fucking so fast. I just want to say it was also impressive in the winners round that how many people got questions right in a row because it was like three or four in a row. I think TJ mentioned. Yeah. yeah. And then also the the Jay's earlier point about TJ being a little bit different, like wearing the blazer and the slick What's back hair, the, sh- the suit thing. What is that? Well, he was wearing a pair of faded jeans with a red velvet blazer. I'm, I mean, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But say- he had like the pocket th- little napkin thing. Yeah, and all- what the fuck is that? We loved it. We loved yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know. I liked him. I liked him a lot on like double agents with just like the jeans and the pea coat. I loved him. I yes, love him in a pea coat. That. Oh, I love him yes. in a pea coat. Oh my gosh. I'm, but I don't know. I just TJ just doesn't feel I he miss, doesn't feel right in the suit. Like I like him the most on like all stars. Oh, I'm enjoying it. Well, when he's dressed up at the end of All Stars riding the horse. Oh my god. That was when incredible. he's taking all of like Derek's clothing and just kind of wears those. <laughs> I miss the TJ with that wore the aff- that wore like <laughs> the affliction shirts with the backwards hat and the yeah. cargo oh, shorts. Yeah. That's the it's TJ. Yes. That's yeah. TJ. Yes. That's fucking TJ. That's but, my TJ. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, going through all this, I but like yeah, get- he's evolving. He, he is. is. Yeah. yeah. No, I I appreciate it. And he pulls them off. Not to say he doesn't look absolutely fantastic because he does. But it's just if it, it's Calm like. Down. It feels like somebody else. <laughs> it feels like somebody else is dressing him. It doesn't feel like TJ went to the store and bought that for himself. Like, and so it just feels odd. Like the man runs in flip flops and does like five miles a day running in flip flops. You know, like I, I know you didn't go to the store and buy that blazer, TJ. I'm not dumb. I know CBS bought that shit. Like, so I don't know, but he looks good in it. He pulls it off. I did find it interesting, though. Obviously, like you said, the 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 losers round was Jody Benha, Casey Troy, Tori Danny didn't last very long. I think what Casey Troy got the first question right, they threw it over to Jody Benha, and yet again, Jody pulls that cord, and the very first one she pulls is the fucking rip cord. And I felt I immediately felt so bad because one of the first things that Jody said at the start of this daily is that she had been studying trivia, and they didn't get to answer a single, a single question. trivia question. Oh, I was boy. like, oh, poor Jody, man, that's messed up. <laughs> Wait, how do you study trivia? Do you major in that? Like, how does it work? You go to bars and do trivia. Yeah. 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 Get the app on your Get phone. Trivial you know? pursuit. Yeah. 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 Listen, real, real fun fact. Sometimes I like to in our podcast throw in some crazy stories about myself. Not oh, yeah. only did I apply for the real world and get denied, I tried out for um Big Brother and got denied. I also tried out for Jeopardy. And like you said, I just read like Trivial Pursuit to try when I tried out for it. I didn't make it past the second round or whatever else. But I, how does someone say I just study trivia? Though? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't. I don't know. Like it's it's one of those scenes where I think you just have to know a lot like just a little read, about a lot yeah just read about like you know what i mean shit, i guess like pop yeah. culture and well i've been I don't watching know, past but. episodes of the the challenge when they do trivia and there's an algorithm to it and every third question is using <laughs> that, and then <laughs> spelling that's I study trivia yeah my parents were 40 when they had me so like the, a lot of the board games that we had that were trivia based 
were somewhat dated. So I did. We had a game called Super Quiz and I was dog shit at it because I didn't know like nothing was relevant anymore. I knew two questions out of the entire game and I would always just wait for those. The answer to one was chess and the answer to the other one was mash. And those were the only two things I knew out of the entire game. And I just would sit there and wait. And if somebody else got those questions, I was screwed. Look, I re- I remember Mash coming on at like nine o'clock, and that meant it was my bedtime. You know I what I mean? Watch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to watch Mash with my grandma. Man, she let me watch that. That was I, the good times. Good times. I used yes. to watch Mash like after school because I because I grew up with older parents. I watched the same shit that everybody else did, but then I also watched Barney Miller, Welcome Back, Cotter, and Mash. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, I, I can't say anything. For my, I remember being at my grandma's watching the Golden Girls, so it is oh, what it I is. Love the Golden Girls. Um, but yeah. It, anyways, Jody and Ben huh, end up losing. They're gonna go automatically in. Tristan and Kellyanne win. Tristan obviously getting talked into staying by Kaz, uh, sick as a dog, and still wins. I mean, I, I guess that'll make you feel a little bit better when you get back home. Mm-hmm. And. Obviously, from there, we go into like deliberations because there wasn't really too much house time, if I remember right. No, it went straight into deliberations. Yeah. The amount of house time was literally here's a shot of the outside of the house. By the way, deliberations are happening. You know what else is going to take that long? This break from Spotify for podcasters. Hey guys, thank you so much for sending through that long, arduous ad. I don't even know if I said that fucking word right, but you it's say one it of every those time. Long? So. Yeah, you said it again. Okay, good. <laughs> thank you, Tony. <laughs> Fuck. Last one, you said it ass. well. Are you going to eat a chicken leg in front of another restaurant? Like, no. <laughs> like, you know. I set you up for the perfect Sarah joke, <laughs> and you did not even catch it. It just went. Phew, I was right inebriated. That's my okay. excuse. I set you up for the fir- perfect chicken leg joke, and you just, that's on you, man. Yeah, well, you live and you learn. Guys, before we, we uh, get any further, I really want to bring this up. Tony is currently raising money for a walk for Alzheimer's. It, am I saying that correctly? Tony, you know what? Tell yeah. us more about it, please. Yeah. Um, so my grandmother, so my mother's mother, passed away from Alzheimer's when I was like in my early teens. Probably like a couple of years ago, my mom was diagnosed with early onset dementia. So just kind of like the starting stages. And like over the past couple of years, it's obviously progressed. It's unfortunately not a disease that regresses. It just sort of keeps plodding forward. Medication can slow down the, the process. So the walk for Alzheimer's happens every year. And I've done it for the past. I've done it for the past four or five, but the last couple have been virtual. Um, because of COVID and everything else. So this year I'm back into it and really sort of putting my full force into fundraising. In the past, I've 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 done fundraising, but I've I've not done something sort of like overt uh to raise funds. So this year I'm dusting off an old fundraising thing that I used to do, which is called a hair raiser. So one time I did it, it was all kinds of different hairstyles. And people could donate. Um, at that time, I was working for a gym and they had a foundation for uh, the youth in the area. So I grew my hair out my entire internship and then had like five or six different hairstyles that people could vote on by donation. 
Um, so this time I'm doing it with hair colors. So basically it gives me the opportunity to have a very vibrant hair color that can potentially spur conversations of why would you do that? And then I can have the conversation about what it's for and the fact that like my mother has dementia and I'm raising funds. And then the flip side of that is it also sort of, as I say, puts the fun in fundraiser. So every dollar that is donated to my team basically gets you one vote for your color. So if you have $20 that you donate, then $20 goes to purple, then whichever color has the most at the end. I have a hair appointment like a day or two before the walk, and I have no idea what the outcome is. Um, (laughs) I've already talked to my hairdresser. She's basically going to be on standby to pick up the product, and then she's going to do it, like I said, a day or two before. I have no impact. I have no influence. I have no idea what's going to happen. The colors are red, green, blue, pink, or purple. And I think right now purple's out front, whether intentional or not, it's also the color of the Alzheimer's. Yeah. So that's kind of cool that that's out front. Um, That's awesome. I think pink pink is the next one that's coming. I sent you guys a photo of what happened the last time I did a hair razor. It was pink and it was this super vibrant, like bubblegum pink. Yeah. So just to let everyone know, I'm not going with subdued versions of these colors. <laughs> I am finding the most eclectic and brightest version of these colors. I'm really going to commit to it. We're getting neon green, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> neon green. No. <laughs> so we're going to link everything, um, whether yes. it's going to a website or you need to talk to Tony just because you want a little bit more information. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have it all down below. And then, you know, if you guys have time or the ability to please look into, you know, walk for Alzheimer's and see if you can donate and to an amazing cause. Yes. All right. So what I was going to say about this deliberation is, is I enjoyed it, but it feels like the same deliberation that we've seen, like for the last four episodes, which is seems like almost everybody has a a relatively good idea of a plan. And then Tori's like, I don't want to do that because that's my best friend. (laughs) I I have a favorite line. My favorite line of the episode comes from the deliberation and it's my, my honorable mention is Sarah's, but my actual one is Casey's where yes, is like, so you're the new team and blah, blah, blah. And she just <laughs> looks at him and goes, that's a cute way for you to justify it. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, Casey has brought the snark to the table. Well, that's, that's actually really funny because I also have a line of the episode and it is also from this nomination ceremony and it is also by Casey, but mine's a little <laughs> different one. Mine would be the one where Casey said, we vote for Emily. Yes. And Danny Tory. And then uh, yeah. Tory could not vote for Casey. Yes. I, that was one of my other all caps notes. Casey voted for you. One of my other mm-hmm. notes was in all caps and said, yes, and Emily really had your back. Didn't they, Darrell? Right. Like what? I was ju- I was I was like it, it, this whole thing, like the whole d- it, And the worst part about it was that Danny and Tori did their whole like vote thing where they voted for themselves. Plus Darrell Kiki. Uh, they did that. Tori whole thing. voted for themselves. Right. Tori voted yes. for themselves plus Darrell Kiki um, right before. Kate, so Casey saw that whole thing go down and then still threw her vote on Danny Tory, which there's nothing wrong with what Casey did at all. No. I don't think there's anything That's wrong. Again, this is separation of, of personal life and game. And this is how I like it played. But it's like 
it was just like so wild. And then she voted for for Danny and Tori. And then on the second one through, Tori still could not bring herself to just say Casey's name, even though Casey just said Tori's name. And no matter what Tori did, Casey was going in. So I, I, I'm just like, <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm not fine with it. It's annoying, but I'm fine with it if Danny and Tori are the last people to vote and she just which still not good to burn on yourself because whatever. But yeah, you did it third. Like, then everybody else can be like, cool, you guys are not doing it properly. You vote for (laughs) literally any other team. That's how it works. And then they could have just piled all the votes on Danny and Tori and Tori not wanting to say Casey, despite Casey saying Tori could have resulted in Danny and Tori going into elimination. Right. Right. It's not a burn vote when you vote for yourself. You are fucking voting for yourself to go in. That's just that's not a burn vote. That is a horrible game move that you expect from a rookie. Yes. And I'm sorry, even as much as I like Tori, I'm not giving her a fucking pass on this. That should that, have bit her in the ass. You're right. It yeah. should have. Everybody should have jumped on that wagon and been like, Tori Danny, Tori right. Danny. And the only reason it didn't happen is because of Sarah and Theo and the relationships they built. Because everybody yeah. else was would have been willing to jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. Kellyanne wouldn't have taken a second. No, if every edit is going to be, I love my partner, I'm here for my partner, and hers is going to be, well, we don't get along, so we're just going to burn it, then everyone should have been like, then go home. Right. Go home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Theo it, almost packed their bags. I'm pretty sure that if they, you would have given him a head start, he would have. They would have been waiting <laughs> by the door. Well, apparently, <laughs> like during the show, this wasn't in the edit, was Tori said, well, you know, Casey gave me $50,000. And you know, Danny goes, I'll give you $50,000 right now to say her name so we don't go in. Yeah, give you me know? my wallet. Where's my wallet? <laughs> and someone was like, you're going to give her 50K like that? And he's like, to win 250K? Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I Yeah, like, it's to the point, and again, I we all know that I love Tori just as much as everybody else on the podcast does, but like, Tori has put Danny in a position where in order for Danny to play the game, he first has to take out Tori's friends so that he right. can actually strategize in the game, which is it's very convoluted. And like, I, yeah, it's I don't know what to say other than that. It's just exhausting. Well, and here, here's the deal. And I think I was watching uh, Angel Cakes pod earlier and he's, he made a really good point. He said if she didn't if Tori did not burn on herself then there wouldn't have even been a need to do to the, like, revote. Like, yeah. there wouldn't have been, like, the stalemate and have to revote. Right. Mm. Yeah. So, so it's like, here's my thing. And I, I literally, like, I've been dreading talking about this because I see this from two different angles. And I see it from, I can understand why it would be really difficult for her to take part in sending Casey out when Casey is you know, the only friend that Tori has in that house. And she's been coming off of a really heavy mental health struggle and all of this stuff. So I can understand how it would be really difficult to vote in the only person that you have there that you trust 100% because she obviously doesn't have that in her partner. And yeah, she has Jordan there, but like that's a different kind of a relationship than like your best friend that you can go and cry to and talk to and in, the, in a pressure cooker situation, like being in that house in that game, I can understand 
wanting to have that one person that you know you can trust and you can talk to about anything. With that being said, this was a stupid fucking move for Tori to make. And I really hate that she did this. It tarnishes her game and her her knowledge of the game, and which is really dumb because Tori's normally pretty good at playing this game and she's playing so messy right now. And even Jordan told her, you have to just play right. the fucking game. And when Jordan's telling you to vote for your friend, like that's that's the only option at that point. I just think there could have been an easy conversation with Danny and Tori once again, where there's a compromise. Okay, let's vote Darrell and Kiki. I don't want to vote Casey because she's like my best friend, just like how Sarah's your best friend. Right. Right. And I've kind of given you permission to go get Jordan by telling you, you don't want to run a final against him to get him out. Just don't make me look like the main person. Don't make me have to say his name. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't make me get all the blood on my hands. Your your friends and your numbers take him out. Don't make me do it. (laughs) But in this situation, why don't they just say yes. And Emily, like, I know that's your friend's friend, but that's not your friend. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Why can't we and put that vote there? And that's my other, like, my issue, like, going back to the whole, like, you know, Danny having to take Tori's friends out. He's got just as many friends that are just as scary to run a final against. You know what I mean? Like, Theo's nobody to turn your nose down at in a final. And, you know For what sure. I mean? And I presume Emily wouldn't be. And yes, definitely isn't either. So, you know, like, there's still, like... It's just like I've said this before on the on the podcast is they're the MVPs and the legends are playing the exact same game, the exact same way. They're just playing it with different people in mind as far as Danny and Tori go of different people of who they want to play with. And it's just becoming this like power struggle. And it's entertaining as hell to watch like that whole segment where Darrell was talking about how it was like a a ninth grade, like boyfriend, girlfriend, like breakup. I wish I never (laughs) met you. Like that had me cracking the fuck up, but you know, it's God just love Darrell. He's the yeah, best. He's, yeah. he's so Especially good. Especially with the, like the most likely to be a mom with Bamber right there. Right. Beside it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to like have to go to a chiropractor after nodding my head so much in agreement with you. About everything <laughs> you did like absolutely. The thing is also Tori's in there saying my best friend or whatever else, just because she gave me $50,000 doesn't make you your best friend. Right. It just doesn't happen. You know what? I get it. You broke (laughs) up with Jordan, but you had intimate conversations. You had a relationship. You had a friendship and an intimate relationship. And that is probably the person you should rely on. That's more of your best friend than Casey. Sorry. And, and, you know, full disclosure, like I'm divorced, but I would like lean on my ex-wife in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. What am I doing here? Like, Mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm kind of all over the place. Can you tell me, get, guide me back to the person that I am and everything you're saying? Yes. Her struggles and all that. I'm glad that she's been very transparent. And I think I've learned a lot. We very we championed her on our podcast talking yeah. about that. Sarah, you'll, you'll agree with me on that. That we're like, good for her. But really, it's like, oh, I can't. $50,000. And I know they came up in the opposite thing, but she's my best friend. Like, Tori, she's not your best friend. Like. How many friends do you have that you call best friends? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's time when she does that to be like, I I don't know. That's the the only thing. But everything you said, I'm spot on. Like where she's going with this. It just seems like the the waters are not navigating in the right direction of where she's trying to take us to. Yeah. and, And it sucks to see, especially with her coming off of such an incredible win on 38. Like. She kicked ass in that final. She yeah. kicked ass all season. Right. Yeah. 
hearing <laughs> you and Jay talk about this and like almost like with her mental health and her realizing that, but maybe the fact that she hasn't, she's done so many seasons in a row and she yeah. hasn't taken a, a break at all. There's not that separate. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. There's, there's not, there's how, no separation of this is my friend in the game and my friend in real life. And how can she, she, when she, how can she separate yeah. those two things when she doesn't ever take a break? And the fact that Jordan yeah, had to sure. look at her and say, look, we all have to make a tough decision. Just say the fucking name, yeah. you know, like when, and that's what gets me with Jordan is like his, not his oh, confessionals are great, but his off the cuff moments that we just catch on camera yeah. I, I don't feel like he's ever bullshitting. It's either a humorous point or he's making a really well thought out point. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. you said, Jay, like that's probably the person she should be most aligned with because he's going to take this more serious than game and not throw her in right. just because of his integrity in the well, game. And Casey. And that's my thing is like, I could potentially see not saying Casey's name on the first round and just being like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say my best friend's name in the house. But yeah. then when she literally immediately says your name right after you brief, you publicly refuse to say her name. And then she says your name, say her fucking name on the second round. I, I don't understand why this was even a question. Like, I, it's just it just is blowing my mind. I'm like, Tori, you're smarter than this. Why? Well, what are we doing? Well, no offense, but the fact that Sarah had to tell her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like I, I loved I, that moment. Loved that I moment. Too. I liked I liked the the I liked the live moment in the um like in the nomination room when she turned and was talking directly to yeah. Tori. I wasn't mm-hmm. as big of a fan of her of her confessional and the way that she delivered her confessional. Right. Because yes, Tori's not, you know, like it, it, everybody keeps making it seem like Tori's like n- actively like not working with Danny because she's got other people that she is working with and trying to protect. But Danny's doing the same thing. Sarah's doing the same thing. They're all, they all have people that they're trying to protect and work with outside of their own partnerships. So to like use that against Tori is like weird to me because you're doing it. Danny's doing it. Everybody is doing it because everybody has alliances. And a lot of these alliances, like Tony, we were talking about this before, like a lot of the alliances aren't even like, by teams right like casey and tori but it's not it's not tori danny casey troy it's not like their teams are both aligned together it's like one person from one partnership is aligned with this person from this partnership you know danny and theo aren't necessarily aligned and working together but danny and sarah sure are super super closely working together so it's like that's the only issue i have with those confessionals and how they're delivered but Sarah's message to Tori in the moment was spot on. And I love yes. the way that Sarah delivered it. I loved it. Well, and that's yeah. what makes me think like what Jay said is right. Is she's getting that weird edit because when it's off the cuff, it's good. But when it's in the confessional, they're, they're cutting and taking without context to, f- to fill like a, a headline in my opinion. Yeah. So I, we're back on our hive mind, Rick. I had written down the same thing in regards to Tori. I referred to it as like a work-life balance mm-hmm. where she's done back-to-back-to-back seasons with some of the same people that she still hangs out with outside of the game, which is fantastic, and I'm glad she has that support system. But at the same time, game Tori and Casey can be different from real-life Tori and Casey and it doesn't have to impact one or the other. And right. I feel like when you do go back to back to back to back and they've actually got another one coming up as far as I know, like that's another thing where it's just like, 
I right. don't know how this keeps happening. And it's the same with um, with like with Tori and Jordan and why there was that reticence for people to have Tori and Jordan on world championships after just seeing them on Ride or Dies, because we've we saw the like they hadn't talked in like a year and a half and then they're in right. the house together. But what I forgot, and it wasn't until somebody I forget who it was that pointed it out, but nobody who's on Worlds saw Ryder dies. Mm-hmm. So they right. didn't know that Tori and Jordan were sort of like working together back to like talking again, everything working through stuff. The last thing that they would have known is they broke up and haven't spoken in a year and a half. So Danny picking Tori, he wouldn't have necessarily known potentially. I mean, they were in the house before they chose teams, but like not you everybody can't... in the house would have known that they were speaking again and they were actively working together now tori is always going to have not a blind spot but she's always going to have a soft spot for jordan so she's always going to try to protect jordan when she can but i don't think that some people in the game outside of the ride or dies cast carryover would have known to what extent i'm going to quote a movie real quick with all due respect and i do mean all due respect the idea that nobody asked the question of tori or jordan like Oh, you guys were on 38 together. How has that been? Or, hey, you guys haven't seen each other in a year and a half. How is this? Are you guys okay? Like, and then not explaining like, oh, we just did a season together. Yeah, we're fine. It's not worth a velvet painting of a whale and a dolphin getting it on. I'm just going to be honest. It's it's a (laughs) fine is not the same as I refuse to say his name ever again. Touche. Unless it's a burn vote, then I'll say it. (laughs) <laughs> I just feel like it's assumed at that point. I would walk into any situation with any what person in this room. Assume, assume yeah. Rick. In this situation, I would be us. right. Yeah, in this situation. <laughs> I'd be right. Yeah. In his, you know what I mean? Like, I would just assume that they're naturally aligned. It would even, be. Even yeah. a broken clock is right twice a day. Like, okay. Like. <laughs> and again, this is my conspiracy editorial mind. She's going back to back to back. That's fine. But she's also doing a podcast and she's learning how production works. Okay. Yep. So all these people, they're, they're on a team, but they're not, they're working with somebody else. So at the reunion, when they say they throw up there and be like, it seems like there was teams, but yet people were working together, but no one more than you, Tori, what happened here? Cut to all this stuff. And Tori gets more screen time. Maybe that's possible. Maybe she's playing the long game. I don't know. You know what? That's an interesting point because it's been brought up many times by especially like Banana CT that like if something's happening, they'll stop and be like, hey, you want to get this conversation? And then they'll start over. Grab a cameraman. Yeah, grab a cameraman or say, hey, go film that. You're going to want to get that. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so that's a very good point. I mean, she she has been doing this. She's seen it from the back side of it. You know, yeah, that, that's that's a fair argument. It's always possible. That's why we need the behind the scenes. Yeah, You're the right. Behind the scenes. Yeah, we need that big time. I, I just want to say from listening to your podcast, I've been trying to place Jay where like your voice, your mannerisms. And I figured it out two minutes ago and then I've just been waiting for it to come up again. Um, you absolutely remind me like mannerisms, like how you speak, where your pauses are. William Russ from Boy Meets World. Alan Matthews. Mm. <laughs> oh, the cadence and everything. OK, I can see All it. Okay. I can see it. Gosh, wow. Now I have to go, yeah, I give a lecture about drinking with uh, Corey and Sean. <laughs> 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 right. 
that's a really good call. I've never yeah, had that, is. but now I got to Yeah, I can definitely see now that. I, now I, I can see like it. I, I couldn't, as soon as I, as soon as I landed on it, I couldn't unhear it. So I was yeah. like, I need, I need to get this out there in the ether. I love it. I like that's it. Great. That's absolutely great. <laughs> um, so real quick, before you move on, I just kind of want to like close out the, what Tony was talking about, um, you know, with the, with Tori and, and her friendships and her continued yeah. seasons and outside and inside the game and all of that. I feel like, or not even that I feel like, I wonder why these people don't have these conversations. Like why has Tori and Casey never sat down and been like, Hey, look, when we're playing a game, how, how is this going to work? Is it okay to vote for each other? Like have that conversation with your friend, be real, be honest and be like, look, is there a way that we can still like have that vulnerable conversation? Can we still be friends if we vote for each other in the game? We agree that right. that's going to be okay. Cool. Great. Let's move on. Like, why do these people who are so close and so close friends outside of the game not talk about how they're going to separate their friendship from the game play when it comes down to having to do that? Because at the end of the day, no matter how much you may not want to say your friend's name, the closer you get to the final with your friends, you're going to have nobody's name to say except sure. your friends, you know? So at some point, you're going to have to say somebody's name that you don't want to. Why not have these conversations ahead of time outside of the game where the pressure's not there? And you can just yeah. have a real vulnerable conversation with someone that you call your best friend, you without know, what I cameras. Mean? without the cameras, without the pressure, without the competition, without all the people yapping in your ear. And you guys can have a real conversation and know that if I say your name in the game, we're going to be OK outside the house. Or if I say your name in the game, we're not going to be OK outside the house. Yeah. Like that way, you just know where your friendship sits. Like, I just I don't understand why they don't have. Well, these conversations we've had the conversation just sitting here on the podcast where i said like if me and you were in the challenge i would lie to you and send you home to win a million dollars because i'm still going to come home and give you half the money yeah i'll just you buy know? you something pretty when i get home. really like, the honest answer she'll probably get three quarters of the money you know but um <laughs> like but i know what's going to end up happening and i would fully expect her to do that too because it's a game like when i play yeah. monopoly when i land on park place and she owns it i'm not like hey you're my wife don't make me pay yeah like it's the game yeah. i still have to play the game you know what i mean yeah that's a yeah. good example I think it's the thing like in the challenge, it's like, I'll never say your name, never say your name. So you have to, and then be like, it's just a game. It's just a game. They'll do it. They'll be like, mm -hmm. I, but you said you never say your yeah. name, you know? Right. And then something like big brother, which, cause it's incorporated now. So I can use that analogy. They'll be like, Oh, you can bounce checks in the big brother house. Yeah. Like every oh, yeah. time. They'll, and then people will forget the next day. They're like, Oh, okay. That's an overdraft fee. But it, it's for some reason, the challenge, it's always like, I never will. I never will. I never will. They don't mm -hmm. share those conversations, just like you said. Mm -hmm. I never will, I never will, I never will. And then it's set up to be like, why did you say their name? You didn't. And it's set up for like the reunion and be like, because it's just a game. And they look over their shoulder, get over it. Yeah. That's it. You know, like, yeah. it, it, yeah. so it's, it's, it's kind of different that they are just uh, like, that they're just like, yeah, I just, I didn't, I had to, I was forced to. But yeah, just bounce checks. Who cares? Yeah. yeah it's like the survivors too, right? Like, Survivor players are perceived to play a more cutthroat game in the challenge because for the most part, they don't see the players again that they play with. So they're able to play a more cutthroat game and make up at the reunion. But when you've got people that are playing that like survival survivor style gameplay where it's 
these are the people I'm going after for this season. Like this is the season that I'm playing right now versus I don't want to jeopardize a friendship or relationship in this game that I'm going to need three seasons from now, because what if we're no longer cool because I vote for them? And that's not to say that that's what Tori's mindset is, but like that is generally speaking, the mindset of a lot of the people who play the challenge is Mm -hmm. into an alliance. And then they're focusing more on how it impacts future games than being able to play a really like cutthroat current game. But right. if that's the if that's the situation, yeah, and I'm going to just play a devil's advocate. If that's the sure. situation as an out, why wouldn't Tori just say, you know what, Danny, you make all the decisions. You get all the blood on your hands. And I'll be like, it was it, sure Danny made the decision. I tried to talk him out of it, but he, this is what he wants to do. So, you know, it's on him. Yeah. I'm well, fine I mean, Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just plausible <laughs> deniability. But, like, yeah. why wouldn't you use that if you could? Yeah. I that's my thing is I just and that's why I feel like it leans to you can't do 10 seasons in a row. No. It somehow yeah. changes your perception on for sure the people, the relationship, on reality. the game on on everything. And, you know, and just in honor of this conversation, I'm going to throw it back to like one of my favorite quotes of the season and that came from one of my favorite players this season. I'm so sad to see you go, Ben. But that when he first turned his back on USA and he was like, all I did was kick a two by four out. And this whole shit fell. And he's like, fuck it. Burn it to the ground. Let's start over and have some fun. I'm like, yes, Ben, this is what I want to see. Just drop bombs and just sit back and just be like, let's watch the show. Like, that's the what I bombs want. are alive and well. I like Ben because Ben plays for Ben. Yes. And Ben, like from what I've seen. His opinion is, I don't give a shit who's at the final because I have to be at the final for it to matter who else is there. So like he and Casey from, I guess, from like an outsider's view, played like a flip floppy game. But in reality, every week they decided what was best for Ben and Casey. And that's how they went forward. Yeah. So. So, yeah, Jay, just kind of going back to what you were saying, I 1000 percent agree. Just just kick the two by four out. Bounce the fucking check. Just do it. Just say the name and play the game and let's move it, along. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, For sure. It doesn't need to be all of this, Tori. And well, I love you to death. But speaking of speaking it's so of exhausting. It, it does. And, and that's why I said this deliberation, even though we spent a lot of time talking yeah, about more than anything else, is the <laughs> same deliberation. Yeah, it's the same deliberation we've had like for the last five episodes. It's yeah. Tori exactly. doesn't want to say it. And Danny is just looking at her like, Let's fucking do something. Yeah. You know, you got to do more than that. You got to pop up, you know? <laughs> he did have um, a great quote, though, when she's like, well, who do you want to vote? For? Where, where do you want to vote? And he's like, where all the votes are going. Yeah. Like, <laughs> at, that, at that point, it's going to be Casey and Troy. I want the vote forecast. I actually I, I got to kind of admit this, and this will probably be the only time I ever say this. And I wasn't even planning <laughs> on saying it, but I did like. I did enjoy um, Sarah's little fucking side sly comment to Tori. Like at the end of it, she was like, okay, well then just vote for yourself. I was like, yeah. oh, right. Sarah. <laughs> well, I liked what yeah, was like, clearly my like, reasoning with you did not work. So just do it. <laughs> Fine, vote for yourself then you fucking <laughs> idiot. Like that's what it sounded like to me. That's what I heard. 
Right. It's like I'm talking to a wall here. But it was great. It was it was so perfectly like laid just perfect right there. The infliction in her tone, just everything was just I was like, damn, I Sarah. Just, <laughs> yeah, I just like the not like the really basic game knowledge Danny throws out there. Like, I just want the vote that doesn't go on us. Like <laughs> I don't want to go in. Yeah. Like it's like, okay. Oh God. Let's so, it back in. Uh, yeah, let's. So it ends up being Casey Troy and Darrell Kiki. Shocker, shocker. Um, and uh, yeah, and then it pretty much just runs right into the limb from there, too. I'm pretty sure there's, again, like no house scenes, which I'm not upset Mm-mm. about. Other than Kiki's line of the fact that she's done with Emily and said, yeah. and I'll be here to pack her bags and send her on her way home, just like I did in Australia. Hell yeah. I like, I like Kiki. Yeah. I love Kiki. I need more Kiki. Yeah, yeah Kiki, Kiki is amazing. Kiki and Zara were the two ones going in that I'm like, I really hope that people don't overlook them because both of them are incredible players and like they're the type of players that we need yeah. to see on the show. Yes, agreed. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about Kiki when I first, because I started Worlds before I watched Australia. I had already watched UK and USA but I hadn't watched Australia yet. And so like, I didn't really know much about Kiki or her performance. And so like, when I first saw her walk in, I was like, oh, she's going to be like, right. Like um, Nicole Nani's cousin or whatever, just makeup, hair, bimbo style. Like she's, I'm not going to enjoy her. And then she came out and kicked ass. And I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I like her. She's a badass. Yeah. She's, she's a badass, but she can look good doing it. I'm here for it. I like it. I like Kiki. So but yeah, uh, then we move right into the elimination. Um, spin me round. Spin me round. Hey, you know what? Shout out to production. They didn't use the same stat line twice in a game. <laughs> uh, so this oh, week wow. it was 50% concentration and 50% communication. So how well can you think and talk? Seems simple enough. What was the daily? It was, what was it? It was 50%. Oh, I, we're past that. You're oh, going to okay. have to just listen. I just didn't know. No, you didn't say it. I, <laughs> I just already deleted know. the notes. Yeah, I did say it. I made sure of it. So. Okay. I just wasn't listening. I must have tuned you out. Surprised. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so uh, Tristan and Kellyanne, obviously they choose Casey and Troy. They're not going to send Darrell and Kiki down there. And I'm pretty they sure that. They get a win when they yeah. win. Yeah, like, it just Tristan oh. and Kellyanne won, and then John A. and Grant went home, and they didn't have to do anything. Tristan and Kellyanne won, and then there it was like, "Hey, Tristan and Kellyanne, who are your entire alliance in this house? Don't worry, one team came in last because they didn't get to answer a single question in trivia, and the rest of your alliance is also down in the sand. Who do you want to send home?" Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, that's also what Kellyanne did to USA last week. So I can't really be yeah, too upset fun. about it, but it was great. <laughs> I know. We liked that. <laughs> yeah, because we like spunky Kellyanne. I love it. Look, I told you we were going to talk about bananas, and I'm going to bring it up right now. Bananas was right. That's why they're the fucking misfits. Oh I God. love them, and I root for them because they're the underdogs. But that's why they're the underdogs is because nothing falls right for them. They'll get yeah. one yeah. week right, but then they get three weeks wrong. Yeah. And it's yeah. just... It's how the it is. I'm not even wrong. Just like shit on. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. This has really ate him up this week. But yeah, this this elimination was really weird. So it was called Spin Me Round. Uh, pretty much there were two. TJ called them rotating platforms, but I don't know. They just looked like like they flipped up and then flipped back down. It looked like um, an didn't inverter. Look like like a it whole was lot great of, for your back. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> so one person strapped to the platform, the other ones, you know, spin them around so that they could see over the wall. And then they have to relay that info back to their partner who's going to recreate the puzzle onto the answer key. First one done wins. Can I just say really quick, though, please. And I actually said this to you when the episode aired, and I'm pretty sure I said it when we rewatched it. And I'm going to say it again. These like boxing weigh in stare down shot things that they do down in the elimination are so fucking corny. I, I just I can't with this. What <laughs> what is this? I the only thing that would make it OK God. is if like Joe Rogan was in the background making those weird ass faces <laughs> like then it would be acceptable. But it's not with Jody and Casey I, like they don't know each other. They've yeah. done eight weeks right, on have, an episode. There's no beef. <laughs> yeah. there's no beef. It's vegan. It's like the, yeah. like the two most friendly so people saying, in the house. Let me get this straight. You're saying you don't want the prices right to have the showcase showdown, <laughs> them just staring at each other. <laughs> well, I do now. Thing, and then they just go to it. <laughs> That's what you're saying? Could you imagine if Double Jeopardy oh was God. like that? You're right, oh, where they yeah, just like really stare like each other in the eyes. Yeah, Ken James. <laughs> but here's, here's my thing. Time. Here's my thing, because like, because of like what we do here for the, for the po- podcast and what I do behind the scenes and everything, I've gotten to the point where a lot of this stuff I look at from like a production standpoint. So I don't even see what they're showing me. All I see is that is production taking Jody, Kellyanne, Ben Ha, or not Kellyanne, but um, Jody, Casey, and Ben Ha, and you know Troy, and like standing them in the middle of the ring and being like, "All right, now stare at each other like you're really mad and mean." Like, how awkward is that moment? <laughs> and everybody really standing at each other, but you, there's nothing physical happening. You're going to be on a flat board, yeah. and we're just going to spin you, and we're going to talk about shape. And then you're going to put it in a thing. So you're so angry now, aren't you? Trust me, it's going to look really great. <laughs> like, well, no. Jody had like a smirk almost on her like, face the whole time. It's so awkward. I hate these. I hate these so much. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. I just had to get that in because I had to I know agree, yeah. if I was the only one who hates these shots. <laughs> We've talked about it a lot. We, we're not into it. When yeah. there's a height difference, it's even worse. Like, yes. Troy is like my height. <laughs> I am... <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Tony. That was incredible. It's, it's not like my cats have never gone into the shot. You don't have to apologize to me. Well, it's not that. It's just your cat hasn't gotten like the full nose and big eyes. It was glorious. That was awesome. You no, know, my cat just meows outside the door to the point where both Desi and Derek didn't think it was a cat. They were like, no, they what didn't. is that? Yeah. I was like, nope, that a is small my cat. child. <laughs> it's a cat. <laughs> no, it's fine. Dude. You're totally good. Tony, uh, what sorry, were you go saying? Ahead. Oh, I was just saying, like, the, like, the stare downs are even worse when there's a large height differential. Yeah. And because it's just even more awkward. It like, is. Troy is no giant. I am no giant. So it's not like I'm taking pot shots. I am short. And Benha is taller. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yeah. you can't. It doesn't work. Like, it's so awkward. It's so it weird. Makes it, it makes it worse. It's so weird. I, I, I don't like those. And honestly, I, I want to know what you guys think, but I was not really a fan of this elimination. I thought it was, I thought it was just really kind of odd and it was kind of, I don't know. It I was, just felt like, I don't know. It was funny that Jody didn't think to let him down slowly. Oh he was just fucking <laughs> going back and forth. And also continued to do the same thing. <laughs> Just non-stop, just didn't let that-, let that fucker go. You, 
<laughs> he just starts laughing. He was loving it. He's like, like I, I love this. this. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the Argentinas love everything is what They're I've noticed. Yeah, they've yeah. got like the most positive outlook on life. I, I can't stand it because I'm American. I hate to put it that way, but it's true. <laughs> Good for them. I yeah. will I will say, though, that they actually communicated and performed better than I thought they were. Because as soon as I, I heard what the chat, yeah. what the elimination was going to be, yeah. I was like, oh, man, Benha and Jody are like, they're going to get eight alive in this. But they actually did. A, they had communicated a lot better than I than I thought they would. I got a little nervous when he said yellow. And I was like, oh, that's not yellow. Is he colorblind? Like, this is going to be really oh, bad. Right. <laughs> but they I got figured listen to out. colors because I am colorblind. And I was like. <laughs> I hope it's yellow. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like Tristan did earlier. All right. Did you catch what Ben Ha said, though? He's like, Casey speaks American and Troy speaks Australian. So they haven't been working together. And it's like, they what? don't speak Dutch in Australia. Yeah. Just put yeah. that out there. <laughs> no matter what Bananas told you. I was like, yeah, he's speaking Australian. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's doing. I, I love you, Ben Ha. Oh, my God. That was incredible. I was like line of the night because I was it, like, what? It really was. I, I feel like production doesn't know that there are more shapes than these because than they, use them for, they use them for the rope thing like really early on. It was the same shapes, I'm pretty sure. And then I feel like variation. Well, they were different on rider dies when it was all the like swords and whatever. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like, they keep going back to the same shapes as if they're like, these are the only ones that exist. Here's a crown. They can't trust half the cast to do simple arithmetic. They are not going to give that them decagons. Yeah. I'm just going to be honest. They don't know what those are. Yeah, I know. Except right? for like Devin, Wes, maybe CT, Ashley Mitchell. Like those are the people. And Anissa probably knows what those are. Right. The rest of them are no clue. <laughs> they, you know, like Devin said, they they couldn't divide to save their lives. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember that <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's... <laughs> That's what they're How gonna are do. you alive? <laughs> yeah. Two arrows, <laughs> triangles, whatever you want to do. Orange, A1, <laughs> like, whatever. I, like, absolute props for gritting the whole thing out, though. Oh, yes. Yeah. So brilliant. It was, yeah, Battleship way of doing it. It's yeah. really smart. Yeah, super, exactly. super smart. I, I really liked that a lot. I mean, obviously, like, there's there wasn't a whole lot to really talk about with this elimination because it was just, like, it was such, again, it was another elimination that I'm sure was more interesting. interesting when you're doing it, but it doesn't play off on TV well for the audience. So, like, I feel like for sure. they miss with a lot of these eliminations because of it doesn't play off well on TV. It, it, and there's nothing, you know, so like I said, it, it leaves us with really not a lot to talk about. Casey and Troy actually do well. They didn't really seem like they had a system other than just kind of going by colors and Casey just telling Mm -hmm. him like fifth row, whatever. And they would go through color by color, filling it in, which, which was an approach. It was a smart approach. It Um, was impressive that neither of them spoke the same language. It was super (laughs) fucking impressive. I feel like they were doing it like the same shape and color. Like whatever was there is there is there is there and is there. Yes. Yeah. And then they would go like they'd like close out the shape. Yeah, exactly. So then they weren't going back to it, which was which was really smart. It was it was interesting to see, like, even though it is a very simplistic challenge, how the two teams went about it differently. Whereas like Ben and Jody were absolutely gritting it out like Battleship. And then Casey and Troy were saying like third row, blah, 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 blah. 
They were organizing it out like a puzzle. Yeah. And I mean, it's like Casey said, they're both super chill, like just in temperament. And it ended up really working in their favor. Yeah. Which was like because they didn't get like super anxious about what they were doing. Right. Right. Okay, I'm going to ask you guys all this. No shade to to Ben Han, Jody. Uh, Jody's yeah. obviously proven that, you know, she's Love a really Jody good. So much. Yeah, she's a great challenger. One, two, first, like, individual female winner. But did anybody really expect them to win in any type of final no. elimination? No. 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 I mean, yeah. I think... I think you Casey, mean like in a, in the final, or you mean like in on elimination? Yeah, I'm sorry, in an elimination. Does anybody see? I mean, they winning? already won one. I mean, in they already won one. So, yeah, you know, but, but I do. But I feel I'm like saying, as it got later in the season, their chances were definitely going no, down. Eventually, oh, sure. but like, that's not the question. The question was, if they are if they didn't already win one. I'm saying, could they beat Troy and Casey? Is did you see any elimination where they no. beat Troy and Casey? Potentially, this it depends on what shot. it is. I would agree with that. This is the best Maybe shot. Maybe something yeah. with balance. Yeah. yeah. No, I knew it was over with when they said, like, I have a son at home is going to turn two and you have a girlfriend at home and we're not yeah. going anywhere. And I was like, yeah, you're going that somewhere. Made, yeah. That made me sad. It did yeah. make me sad, too. Yeah. It, with that being said, I mean, obviously, Casey and, and Troy end up winning. Yeah. And we say bye to Ben Ha and Jody, um, you know, which is sad. I always really enjoy Jody. She was one of my like, like I've been watching, you know, the challenge since it started. But Jody was one of my like first um, challengers that I really connected with just because of where I was mm. in my life when she started playing. And yeah. I really enjoyed Jody, and then you know, like I've interviewed her before. She's such an awesome woman, and so it it sucks to see her go. I like seeing her kind of back around for sure. I am happy to see that she made it over halfway through the season. I did not call that when she ended up with Ben Ha at the beginning, and like Argentina was mm-hmm. being taken out. Yeah. I was like, oh man, they're they're gonna go home soon, and so. For them to make it over halfway through the season and being on the underdog side of the house, like major props to both of them. Absolutely loved Ben Ha. I think he was a lot of fun and I'd actually like to see him again, to be honest. Me too. So mm, I could go without. I mean, I'm not going to like riot for him. Yeah, but I'm not on that thing. He's adorable, but I don't need to see him again. Yeah. No, I, don't. I, I would rather see a Manuel back from last season, oh, honestly. I would love a Manuel. I would love to see a Manuel. I, I would say the trade off would be more Kels, Logan. Give me Kells. Yeah, yes. I would take Kells over Kells. them too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So can I ask a question? Yeah, absolutely. Tony, Tony, Tony brought up that it was very simplistic elimination, and we're all yeah. agree with that. So it's like next week going to be like everyone's favorites back, Hall Brawl, which, by the way, oh. full disclosure, it's not my favorite. But not do you think they're going to do something that's going to be like, boom? Yeah, it's gonna, it, probably. You know, like, I don't think that's so. We're due for a headbanger. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, like, like it was in the preview. So like, it's just a matter it whenever it was in the preview for the season as a whole. So yeah. it's just a matter of like waiting for it to happen. I yeah. Say, yeah. Go ahead, well, I'm and sorry. if you if you notice, like, especially the last few seasons, the the headbangers and the really well-known and well-loved eliminations <laughs> tend to be on the the tail end the of the season. End. And mm-hmm. this is episode eight and we only have 12 episodes of Worlds. Mm-hmm. So we're coming up to the end really, really quick. So I would definitely personally, I expect to start seeing some of these like hall brawls, pole wrestle, you know, it, anything. I'd love to see a wrecking wall elimination. Like, why do they not bring that back? I love that. Didn't we start with Oh, yeah, wrestle? I like that one. We did. No. Kiki did the yeah. slit. 
Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah before, the, but that was different. Like, I, I don't know. I almost look at that first elimination as like, like a pre-game kind of thing because well it was yeah, a qualifier yeah it was partners yet yeah, yeah. exactly and it, the whole game was ran different the tie was ran like we were just talking about this last week like i would love to see what happens if two teams get sent down that the winning team can't decide between because they can't run a tie like they did on episode one and say oh it's a girl's day so the girl gets to choose because right. it's team part it's team eliminations so how would they figure out a tie at that point? I would love to see that happen just to know what, how they would do that. Um, you know, just so I don't Tori know. and Danny to win. I, I just look at that first elimination as like, <laughs> they won't be able to make any decisions. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it for. Well, it, one thing I did want to talk about before we close out for the show is, I, I, did you guys catch what Troy said to Jody at the closeout? Yeah, that's why I love oh, Troy. Yes. Yeah, I think it was actually what a like sweetheart of a person. Yeah, to I say that. Yeah, to say that to a competitor's that not your partner. You know, he went I up to Jody and he gave her a hug and he goes, he goes, you know, basically kind of keep your head up. Your kids are going to be so proud of you. Oh kind of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Like, that was very sweet. From the so and sweet. Look how far you got. Yeah, that was really sweet. Yeah, so, so that sweet. was very cool. Troy, I liked that a lot. Troy's really trying to get that like most valuable partner award. Really, really Mr. Tough. congeniality. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. He's no, he's trying to get the Troy. You're a great guy, and I'm sure we'll see you soon. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the one he's trying to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> On top of seeming to be like a like a fairly genuine person that nobody has beef with, he also beat the second place person on australia by 20 minutes yeah yeah in the final which is impressive wow yeah but like and i've i've watched a couple of his um like if you just go on youtube and search his ninja warrior stuff some of them he barely touches the ground like he's just like shot out of a cannon i would i would be interested to see troy on flagship and see how he I does like in that dynamic Oh yeah, Troy's one of my favorites. He was one of my like favorites him. on Australia, and I'm glad that he made it through to this. I don't know. And you guys said his his athleticism is very comparable to Derek. Yeah, um, like he's a like he's a Spitfire. Like if you watch, well, yeah, like if you watch right before the the final starts for Australia, his last elimination, he went in against a guy named Connor, and the dude like towered over him, and Troy beat him. Yeah, in the like the ball with the handle thing. And it was nice. it was not an easy win, but it was intense and it was a really good elimination to watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a good one. All right. So maybe we need to give this guy a little more credit. I, I think I think they're a team to watch out for, but I feel like they're in a tough situation. I think I mean, right now, the dominant alliance in the house is the Sarah Theo with Danny and Emily. Yes. Mm -hmm. To me, yeah, mm -hmm. because they are a part of. Yeah, outside of Jordan, I don't see anyone that's really threatening to win. Maybe Kellyanne and Tristan pull out another win, but I just, that's a hard ass to get three wins this season unless yeah. Tristan really turns around and starts feeling better because odds are the next daily just bait. Well, we know what the next daily is. Yeah. Um, but which might as well talk about. It looks like they're on the side of a semi and then their partner's driving like, a razor, you know, one of the not the scooters, like a side by side. Somebody flips the side and by they, side they too. Flip so it. Yeah. that's yeah. kind of crazy. I'm like, that looks scary. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because it looks like you drive out the back and have to turn around real quick. Yeah, 
someone it's weird. I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious to see what the daily exactly is going to be. But mm-hmm. they didn't learn that you break then turn, not try to turn and break. That's <laughs> not how that works. Yeah. But I I did see the part where we get you know Danny and and Tori trying to have oh a heart God. to heart, and it's like you guys are about uh, seven <laughs> episodes too late. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. You guys have passed the point of no return. It's like you know you've gone oh, over the event. Yeah, yeah. You, you've gone over the event horizon. There's no escaping the black hole of what's going to happen to this team as the next few weeks play out. Exactly. I mean, the only thing I think that saves them is if they go into an elimination, they have to face adversity together. That's the only thing I can think that might save it. But that's such a fucking long or shot. Or if Casey and or no, Jordan that leave means the game. going home. That, that's all that means. It gives you that glimmer of hope. And it just means <laughs> that they're going home. They're going to elimination. They're going to lose. That's what it does. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, the uh, the other thing that was on the next on was um, Kaz talking about how she doesn't want everybody to think that Jordan's uh, making Jordan's all the making decisions. Oh, yeah. blah, blah, and I'm blah, like, blah. yeah, that's great, but you probably should let Jordan make the decisions. Yeah, you should probably, you know? just, you should probably just let him do that because he's actually really freaking good at this game. There's a reason he's got like a 50% win ratio. Exactly. You know what I mean? that, don't, don't quote me. That's it's not like, exact. It's almost, though. It's yeah. pretty damn close. But yeah. I feel like that's smoke and mirrors. They put that in the preview, but it's like not really going to be anything. Yeah, no, it was no. like the whole Kellyanne and John A thing where they really talked it up, and it was about seven minutes between all the episodes combined. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyways, I, I with all that being said, I liked the episode. It was pretty clear cut. It was, cut. Yeah. It was there was not yes. a lot of complication. Um, you know, what were, what were your flowed, guys' thoughts? It flowed really, really nicely. And I think I said this. I'm not sure if I said this at the beginning of the episode or or uh, just when we were like just trying to get set up. But it flowed really nicely. And I felt like it didn't feel like a daunting thing, like sitting there and watching it and just like looking at the clock like, OK, when are we going to get to nominations? When is the elimination mm-hmm. going to come? I I ended up looking at the time, like how much time was left on the episode just to try to determine like. Are we actually going to get a full episode? Because with the DQs and stuff, I thought we weren't going to have an elimination this episode. I thought they'd end it on like they did, you know, a couple of episodes ago before you right. find out. Right. And so but once I saw there was enough time left, I was like, cool. And I just, you know, left it alone. And I, I, I enjoyed the episode a lot. I thought it flowed well um, and it made sense. And there wasn't a lot of just bullshit filler in it, which I really enjoy. Same. I agree. I, you know, a lot of times when people get like medically DQ'd, then there's just not an elimination. Maybe they go through deliberation, yep. they make the votes, and then TJ's like, just kidding, we're not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I was pleasantly surprised that there was still an elimination, and it did. It made for, it made for a good episode. Always love trivia. Trivia is always great, yep. especially Best. this way, this kind. I completely agree with you, Karina. Last season's trivia was a, a snooze fest, so was this horrendous. was much better. Yeah, and it got us looking forward to next week. So that, to me, says good episode. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, and you can fill up this whole thing with the trivia because it's you can play along at home. Yes. Which yeah, is what we sure. all want to do because we all, we all sit there and go, I'd like to do that challenge. Mm-hmm. I, or mm-hmm. maybe I wouldn't. And we talk about that, Sarah, on ours. Would you like Always. to do this? But that's why they can, they can map out the trivia much longer than it is because you can play along at home. And then yes. speed everything else up. And we don't get to see them go out or anything else, but then they go straight into liberation. We talked all about it, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was fine. And that's what makes it seem like an easy episode because you spent that time playing along. Right. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. And I think it, it's kind of, it reminded me of like, you know, older episodes, like going back to like pre dirty 30, how it was, they made sure they got the full thing into that one hour. You know what I mean? Yep. And then you got the little next on the, it, it was very, it reminded me of that. And like, like you said, Sarah, I'm looking forward to the next episode. So that's always a, su- a success. I mean, yeah. it's not like we're not going to watch it anyways, but <laughs> that's beside the point. I don't know. <laughs> After episode three, we sure were ready to freaking just <laughs> give up on the whole damn season. That was the worst episode ever. But, well, you know, they're redeeming themselves with a little bit of a storyline this season. They are. And they're not killing it with the foreshadowing. So that's always that's uh, which is nice. Yes. This season yeah. especially, like, we don't necessarily know who's going into elimination, who's winning, and who's going home in the first five minutes of the episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Last it's week important. they told us right away. Last week they told us oh, right yeah. away. It was like oh. Bananas and Justine in, like, the first 90 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's oh, yeah. true. Well, so except for that. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I mean, I know it's not the first time they did it, but I'm going to refer to that as, like, the, the Kenny treatment, which is we got to get as much in in this first, like, 15 to 20 minutes on you so we can justify sending you home <laughs> right um, like justify your time being here yeah but you know like like we all said we're looking for the next episode i mean do you guys have any closing thoughts are you ready to wrap this up i know it's getting late for everybody except for us and it's still getting late for us <laughs> uh who do you think's winning the season all right, so my preseason pick was Tori and Danny, but I don't think that's happening. Um, <laughs> that was so, also your midseason pick. Yeah, I thought that we were going to get an uptick, and it it wasn't an uptick. And next week doesn't look like an uptick either. Mm-hmm. Um, so, got I'm going to switch the pace. And who's left? I mean, it's hard to go against Jordan. I'm going to say Jordan and Kaz. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I my preseason pick, my first episode pick, my midseason pick. All three of them have been Jordan Kaz. I'm sticking with my man Jordan. Kaz is an absolute beast, and they're just, in my opinion, the most well-rounded and formidable like competitors in the house that's left. I feel like if Tori and Danny could get on the same page, they would be absolutely unstoppable. But because they're not right. and they don't mm-hmm. have good communication, I feel like. Even if they make it to a final, it's going to severely affect them. And then I'm just not entirely sure how well Theo and Sarah, if if they even made it to a final, how well they would actually perform in that final when it came to like math and puzzles. Um, so but I know how Jordan's going to perform and I know how Kaz is going to perform because I've seen them both kick ass. Obviously, Kaz isn't the greatest with math, but she'll have Jordan with her this time. So we'll be, right. be, Six should be okay. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God. Um, so I'm sticking with uh, Jordan Kaz. I'm I'm going to stick with. So initially, I had said Bamber and Troy because they're a really well-rounded team. But I was also considering Ben and Casey. So it's a fairly easy jump for me to say Casey and Troy. <laughs> I like um, that. Because they they are a fairly well-rounded team. They are both champions in their own right. And I I have a recency bias of really rooting for Troy on his season and seeing what he could accomplish and seeing how much distance he could put between him and other teams. Yeah. So I feel like and I feel like they have the right um, they have the right chill factor between the two of them where they don't seem to really get phased by much. So mm-hmm. I can see them doing really well, providing they make a final, to do yeah. really well in the final and be able to maintain that. That's fair. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. What about you guys? Who you guys got? I think 
I mean, I, it's it's hard to debate that Jordan and Kaz would not have yeah. it. I mean, absolutely. But I also just out of like fandom, I would love to see Darrell and Kiki win. I would oh, love to totally. see them. that. Would be that would be a fun one. That would. Oh damn! I didn't even right? think about that. I forget. That I mean, they've got so- obviously they've got trivia down. Yeah. They so. Got down. <laughs> and she can throw a ring, man. right? She that can throw. Girl, that girl got an arm. If on it comes down to a pole wrestle in the final, who <laughs> wants to really it. see her? You yeah. know what I mean? We saw what she did with Claudia doing the yeah. splits to fucking kick that pole oh out. God. That was impressive. That was way impressive. Yeah. No, I like that actually. I think in the small amount of time we've spent here, you guys can now figure me out that I look for things and what they're going to give us. And if Kaz is saying like, I call Jordan just doesn't all call shots. I think maybe Jordan and Kaz is the final person here and uh, the final team. And Tony talking to you now, you, you've honestly sold me on Troy because I did not watch Australia. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that I think, I've already mentioned Casey, they love her. And maybe the storyline becomes she's gotten there, but hasn't gotten there. Right. And yes. so now I'm giving you, I'm, I'm with you, Tony. I'm with Casey and Troy now. Yeah. I like that. Victory. I, yeah. I like it. Solid pick. Yeah. All right. Well, let's close this out with MVPs real quick. Um, yeah. Minor. Super easy. Well, I'm going to put Jay on the spot since he just answered last Sweet. on this ass on the last one. I just one, meant that so. I'm ready this okay. week. <laughs> so who are your MVPs for the week? And if you have an honorable mention you want to throw out there. MVPs for the week? Or for the episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like who won the episode type thing. Yeah. Um, you know, um, well, it's definitely not Tori. That, that's the one thing I can tell you. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it, I think you guys may have brought me in on Sarah. I've always been hard on Sarah, but the human aspect of it was one for, for her to, to win that type of thing of it. So it's, it, it, that's a tough thing to do sometimes to go against somebody that you've been battling against for so long. So that's, that's one that I'll have. And then um, for her and then um, for the guys, I really don't really like have one at all. I don't think anyone like, stole the episode for me that much it, that's when when you have an episode that's so easy flowing i don't think many people have stolen anything that yeah, I agree. That's, fair. yeah. So, that's fair yeah what about you sir i guess i could go tristan he wanted to go home decided to stay killed it in trivia they won mm-hmm. but it's the like, same thing it's not like a really huge w it's like a little one it's kind of like mm-hmm. lack of options almost <laughs> right no offense i mean yeah. to, to tristan i mean that was a good job he did but it was like like you guys have all said it's the episode flowed so well it's hard for someone to really stand out except for tory's like immense failure <laughs> so, honorable mention to Darrell just because he faced his fear and his interviews were like chef kiss so good yes, yes. Yeah, I love that. I think that's like Darrell's biggest draw now is his like commentary. Like I could see oh, him. So You're right. So yeah. good. I could see so unedited. Like it's perfect. Unedited. Could you imagine him doing TJ's job? I think he would actually be really He'd good be at great. it. He'd oh, be great. He'd be great. Honestly, he'd be That'd great. Be fun. Yeah. Tony, who you got? Uh, well, last week when I saw the preview for this week, I pre gave my MVP to Darrell for actually doing a heights challenge. So, but I am, I am going to pivot a little bit and go with, with Tristan for the the win for trivia and for like coming back around from planning to potentially leave the game, um, as well as just Bamber for being Bamber. Like for yeah. I know it wasn't necessarily in the episode, but to know that she really said like I'm gonna leave 
because Casey was able to take her spot and be partners with Troy so that her leaving didn't mean Troy left. And to know that she was going to stick it out for as long as possible, if that wasn't something that could happen, that's huge for me because it goes like it's well beyond her. She's already not feeling well. And she's still thinking about Troy because she said he was such a solid partner to her. And I, I really can't overlook that. And I know that I'm the guy who always has like multiple honorable mentions. So why stop now? Um, <laughs> ben and Jody for playing from the bottom every fucking episode since the yeah. very beginning. And they have absolutely nothing to be like to be upset about. Like they did incredibly well and they played against the entire house for the duration of this show. And then just like Troy and Casey for being able to like really not have a lot of time to figure each other out and then go into a pressure cooker of an elimination, no matter how straightforward the elimination may have seemed. And to be able to pull out a W is huge. I, I get it, man. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm going to say Tristan MVP for the women. I'm going to give it to, yeah, it's hard not to give it to Sarah for that human moment. It really is. So I'm going to give it to Sarah because like you guys said, it, it was a touching moment and it shows going beyond the show. Right. Um, right. And then honorable mentions. I'm just going to give it to Troy and Casey for winning the, the limb. That's, I mean, it was just a free flowing show. I, I, I want to give it to Danny for saying, I don't want to put the vote on us so we don't go in. But that was like his only moment in the show, like other than the little bit at trivia. So, yeah, I did also have my mention for being honorable rather than honorable mention, which was Sarah and that human moment (laughs) that again, like we say, like transcends the show where it's just a human element that we actually get to see, which is nice. Yeah. Mm, Nice. You got it. Yeah. So for honorable mentions uh, for the guys, I'm going to give it to Tristan. Same thing you guys have all said about, you know, him being sick, pushing through, winning the, you know, winning the trivia daily. Uh, Totally awesome. Uh, My female nomination, I'm actually going to give to Kiki for absolutely murdering it in that trivia um, competition and Mm -hmm. just being an overall badass. I also had Sarah like on my list, but because everybody here said Sarah, I wanted to give a shout out to Kiki. And then for my honorable mentions, I'm going to go ahead and give it to Darrell for pushing through, Bamber for being a badass, and then just a shout out to Troy for just seamlessly being able to go from one partner to another and just continue flowing smoothly through the game the way that he has been all season. Um, I think that that takes a lot. And, you know, so I think it's commendable and, and, and wanted to give him a shout out for that. But um, honestly, like so much happened in this episode that literally like almost anybody could have gotten a shout out or an honorable mention or even MVP. And, you know, it's hard to argue it just because so much happened in such a short amount of time. So except for Tori, I mean, and a shout out hey, to Ben. you know what? No, fuck that, because <laughs> if there was a loyalty award. Tori's got that shit in the bag, okay? Because that girl will not go back on her word for nothing, including keeping her own ass out of the elimination. So loyalty MVP to Tori, okay? Fuck I'm going to mention the Loyalty. Hey, she promised she wouldn't say her name and she did not say her name, even when Casey said her name. So to me, that's... That's some fucking that, loyalty right there. Yeah, like. that's fair. That's fair. You, 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 yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. She I mean, technically, she did say her name when she said, I'm not saying Casey. Yeah. Look Smart, here. no, but she, <laughs> she definitely, you know, has some loyalty there that she's sticking to. And, and, you know, I can, 
I, I don't know. I respect it. I don't agree with it, but I respect. I just, it, so. I'm just going to say, like, know that somebody's got your back. Yeah, they're right. The yeah, whole, there you go. <laughs> like the whole, oh, she gave me 50k. Yeah, but she also stole 500 from you because you should have gotten partnered with CT in that's, that final, no, not Casey. Not Casey didn't do that. That was production. That I'm was just saying. Not Casey. <laughs> just saying. Casey didn't make the rules. <laughs> yeah, that was screwed up the way that went down. Yeah, Casey. <laughs> like, no offense, Tori should be back to back champ in my opinion because she should have got partnered with ct and then they win that final and then she goes in with devin yeah that's yeah. just my opinion yeah yeah and, you're right and, and i'm that's gonna just to just credit casey that's just the fact that it was fucking weird yeah and <laughs> and here's one last thing i'm gonna say about this i'm i was bummed when i saw that devin was on the alternates i'm actually glad glad he didn't make it onto the season because it would have been a such a different dynamic oh, it would have yeah. been chaos i like, Could you imagine uh, if Devin was there with somebody else on another team and Tori's got Jordan, Devin, and Casey could there? Could you imagine if it was Devin, Sarah, Tori, Danny? That would be amazing. That would be a fucking crazy team. I would watch that. That's a, that's a madhouse I could handle. Now, I will say, though, the one thing that I, I'm sad about with Worlds is that Nathan left before it really started because Nathan on UK was such an interesting dynamic because he comes from Geordie Shore, so the same show that Kyle did, and he right. has that same vibe, and he brings the same chaos, and him and Tristan were roommates on UK, and they really, like, towards the back half, they really just rocked it, and I was stoked to see Nathan and Tristan back again, because they have such different personalities, and then he just, like, poofed in the first episode. Well, COVID. Yeah. yeah. He said not COVID. Mm illness spanish flu yeah the, the <laughs> see, see how we put that bow on that right there yeah full circle right there all right yeah. guys um you know i think we pretty much you know beating this episode up as much as we can right um, yep. it was fun though thank yeah. you guys yeah. for coming uh, on i know that, thank you like, so much for having us dude i it, honestly like no thank you seriously thank you guys for coming on because i know that we record at an absolutely ridiculous time for most people uh tony's like yes you do (laughs) yes it is 3 30 a.m yeah so like we the fact that like you guys are willing to stay up and sit here with us for two and a half hours almost three hours now actually you know it it awesome and it was so much fun it was awesome to have you guys on so we really i i really thank you guys for like staying up pushing through we really really appreciate it and the opportunity and i I just want to give a shout out to uh my podcast partner Sarah, who's uh, pregnant Aww. and staying up right now, and I know she's yeah. tired and she's she's used to going. And so, good for you, Sarah. This is preparing me for middle of the night feedings, right? right? There you go. Yeah, yeah it is it's true. I don't want to say the cliche thing of get your sleep while you can because you're never going to get enough sleep to get ready for this. So, um, never. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Something to look forward to. Guess what? Thank God for Paramount Plus, nonstop challenge, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I'm in the baby's room right now, and this is probably something people would recommend, but I have a TV on the wall. So I can watch my stories while I'm doing middle of the night. 100%. There you go. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. People try to shame parents for looking at their phone. It's like, look, if you need to distract yourself for 10 minutes to like not just step away for a second, do your 10 minutes and stare at your phone. It's fine. Exactly. (laughs) All right. We had an iPad locked and loaded with like everything already logged into all the streaming services for whoever was doing the late night feed or we would just like 
both of us go out into the living room and that's how we binged a lot of television is because it was a late night feed. I got up with her for the first, I think the first couple of months. Um, and just like we did it that way and just watched a shitload of TV and that's how it worked. Yeah. Nice. Maybe I'll check out survivor. I hear it's pretty good. There you go. There you go. It's worth a watch. <laughs> yeah. A curated trip through survivor. Like I did for Rick and Karina. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, yeah, we, thank you guys for having us. Really, yeah, it was yeah, a pleasure. You. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. thank you so much. Like, this was fine. Yeah. No, thank you guys so much for hopping on. And for everybody listening in, make sure you go check out the Final Alliance podcast. Like we said, we're going to have everything listed below the links to their episodes, uh, their Instagram, all of that. Make sure you go check it out. Yep, go follow um, them. All that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah and go uh, check out that interview with Olivia. I really enjoyed that. You guys, yeah. you guys did a really good job on that. That was a really good interview. I love her so much. Oh my gosh. Oh, she's the best. Yeah. I'm going to directly link that episode down, but make sure you guys go listen to go check out their recaps and stuff, but definitely go check out that interview with Olivia too. And yeah, sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, like no, just, you just said everything I, just thought I was going to say. Olivia. So I, got nothing else. <laughs> I just thought about the Olivia interview again. I don't know why it just like pling popped in my head. <laughs> so guys, thank you once again for coming on. We, like we said, we really do appreciate it. So for Jay, Sarah of the Final Alliance podcast, myself, Ricky Hayes, my wife, Karina Hayes, and of course, Tony Stats and Info Lance, that is two people. I just say it really quick, quickly. <laughs> um, we want to thank you guys for tuning into this uh, recap, um, and we'll be back next week to talk more challenge with you. Bye. Later. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Thank Bye, you. Bye, guys. Bye.